Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Welcome wow. to get episode 195, Alex. We're, we're, we're slowly we're approaching there. number 200 for the NOAA versus New Japan show. That's right. Dude, the, missing show. the missing <laughs> show. The missing show. I drove in crazy weather to your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we did almost three hours of audio on mute. <laughs> that was terrible. I, I came back and did 194.5 and like kind of redid what we did in a 45-minute span where it was me talking to myself and people probably mm-hmm. were like, hmm. I, I noticed the uh, viewership definitely dropped on that one, so I apologize. Oh, man. I, was... I, I apologize. That was, that was on Christmas, and uh, we, we actually did something crazy. We opened presents uh, the night before, which I was adamantly against because I was all about, you know, not having <laughs> that bad juju on me and or the fam. Uh, but apparently it did happen because uh, while we were all happy on Friday, uh, we awoken Saturday uh, to a flooded basement, uh, even though I got a, my really cool pro wrestling tees.com uh, uh, box gimmick. Uh, and uh, that was pretty cool from the little ones. So I got my Steen Wolf shirts and uh, that was all cool. But Saturday and Sunday and Monday, a lot of uh, not fun basement flooding laundromat visiting uh christmas uh holiday but uh monday everything was on the up and up and uh definitely after today watching uh a few puro centric matches uh won a masterpiece won a shocker if not well-deserved uh you know championship uh you know matchup if you will but uh yeah no definitely feels good to be back on the ball and, and dragon gate day one some- 
some fun little curveballs. I can't wait to discuss that. We're also talking uh, DDT Nevermind and Yoyagi. Uh, Okabayashi Takeshi was was tremendous. Get into that one. Also got to talk. Uh, All Japan had their fan appreciation show where, unfortunately, Jake Lee injured in the final minute or so of the match on a freak lariat. So we got to talk about the misfortune of the is that last gonna, Is that going to define Jake Lee, do you think, just his adamant to bad luck, whether it's lack of charisma or lack of uh, fan appreciation early on, uh, just bad timing <laughs> on who your booker man and or champion will be, uh, or just having a shitty finishing move a la the Shawn Michaels uh, backdrop a la Sega Genesis Royal Rumble, if you will. Thankfully, he got rid of that and became champ, uh, mind you, but uh, then again gets this setback with a broken orbital bone. Yeah. Is this going to define him or... Is the ceiling I don't know, still, still high? Two straight champions for that company over the last two years of reigns go down and they vacate. They haven't crowned a new champ. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, also, Thanks we got to Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're uh, already out the door. Uh, then we got to discuss uh, preview uh, Saturday's Noah New Year's show with the big Nakajima Shiyazaki. Back to back, the the two wrestlers of the year we've had with Shiozaki, or I've had with Shiozaki and Naka Nakajima. Spoiler alert for our award show, but a I lot going into that. Two other wrestlers might, uh, you know, knock Nakajima off uh, off of your pedestal, I will say, and uh, their names yeah. is uh, Shuri and Utami Hayashishida. Yeah, I and that's, that's yeah, exactly. I went there. What trilogy? <laughs> Boom. No, no. That's that's where we're gonna go. Uh, uh, I'm I'm excited to get into this this great stardom dream, uh, queendom show that that we saw. Uh, Kristen, are you with us? I'm here. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Kristen's coming in here, and she was was dropping some knowledge uh, on Twitter on uh, during the show. I was I was tweeting about it, and I saw it. I started reading up and and checking everything out that you got going on, and I was like, oh well. I, I found a guest that I'm going to try to, to get out of here. So why don't you really quick introduce yourself and all the great things that you're doing with wrestling right now. Oh, oh I'm Kristen Ashley. Um, I'm the co-founder and owner of Bell to Bells, which <clears throat> excuse me, is a women's wrestling website. We focus on news, opinion, advocacy. Um, and then I also uh, have a column and a podcast, the women's wrestling column and women's wrestling podcast. Um, and I'm a, Contributor for uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Yeah. Do you, so I got to ask you two here before we get into this show. Um, how much more Joshi do you dabble in? I mean, I think stardom is just the easiest to like watch. <laughs> frankly, yep. um, it's easiest to find. So I, it's the one. It's the stuff that I know the most stuff about, but. I mean, it's pretty easy to get into, like, Choco Pro every now and then. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Choco Pro. Uh, yeah, sometimes I get into uh, TKP. Like, we've got uh, quite a few um, interviews with TJP uh, wrestlers. So, nice. over there as well. Yeah. yeah. That streaming service helps that Wrestle Universe put in that big, like, conglomerate with Noah, DDT, TJP, and all that has just been, been awesome. I've... I've I think that's about where I'm at too. I, I've tried to get into, tried to watch the Marvelous and Oz Academy and Ice Ribbon, but it just, you know, if you can't find a link somewhere, it's just impossible to see it. 
Right. Like, I think the deep, deep <laughs> freelance promotions, it's almost like trading tapes at a point, but it's trading <laughs> Google links, essentially, yes. Yep. Yep. It's like, yep. hey, I got this, uh, I got this actress girls. What do you want to give me up for it? And like, oh, I got a, you know, I got some Oz Academy. And it's like, all right, deal. Let's yeah. make it happen. <laughs> That's, I, that's awesome, too. I'm, I'm excited. Tokyo Joshi Pro's got that big show with Mizuki and uh, Mio Yamashita coming up. I'm, I'm excited for on the 4th. That should be a tremendous show. But I, I tell you what, we, we got a trilogy from the second half of the year, pretty much. It was middle of June until now. Um, normally, we usually start at the beginning, but for the sake of, of discussion, and um, Alex, you know, check, got to check this out he, as he's been so busy. Um, Shuri gets the job done, wins in their in their their trilogy uh, since their their match on June twelfth. I I felt it was going to happen. I was excited and I was hoping mm-hmm. it was going to happen. But there was many a times where I didn't think it was going to happen. They pulled the trigger. Uh, Krista, just what was your thoughts overall of this main event? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I cried. I cried at it. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Shuri comes in with another story, you know, attached to her about her mother. She's doing it for her, her mother who's passed away. And so you just, like, she wins and she starts talking to her mother and you start breaking down. It's, like, natural. But, yeah, it, it's been a really, like, Utami had a really long reign. You know, nothing to be ashamed of by any means. Um, she had a really, really good reign. And I think, I mean, for me, I, I predicted Shuri was going to win. I predicted it. Only, only to be honest, because of the, the show before this and their last of the Super Wars, they had, like, this um, almost, like, spotlight match for her with her uh, when she was fighting the three teams of the gauntlet match. And yep. it was free on YouTube. And I thought, well, they're really trying to show Shuri. Like, they're really trying to spotlight her, which they should. Um, but it was like, okay, so now, and then you got all the stuff that happened with Momo and Queen's Quest is, like, falling apart. And so I thought, okay, this, for me, it felt like Sherry was going to come out with it. It's Sherry's free belts. And, uh, like, immediately I knew that these two were going to try to kill each other. They came into the ring. It was, like, more than a big match feel. They were, like, staring each other down like it was the gauntlet from the beginning. Um, and, you know, they've done a really good job building up this trilogy of matches that they've had and keeping it relevant because I'm not sure what other promotions you guys watch, but for me, if a feud lasts too long in some other feds, suddenly, like, you're losing interest because they're not keeping the story interesting. And all Stardom had to do was make their two top uh, women just stare each other down from afar. <laughs> and you're like, okay, now we're like, we're still going with this. And, I mean, they try to kill each other. Like, there's no other way to say it. They just try to murder each other. There's a couple, like, super ugly spots. Like, you know, um, I, I think it's Utami hit her legs. Or is it sure? I think it's Utami hit her legs on the apron. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, is she going to walk again? You know? Oh, um, she gave her that emerald yeah. fusion off the apron, and her legs hit yeah. the apron on the way down when she gave it to Shuri. 
She, oh and it God. was beautiful because she looked at the apron like their their uh, restart, the, the one from June, and was like, no, it didn't work the first time. So she just jumps off. I was like, hey, are you kidding me? It, yeah, and, just. Yeah, and uh, you know, and like like I had said to you too, I, I was when we were bantering back and forth. I was like, yeah, my co-host is watching this, and he's like, I don't know how they can do another Broadway with the way they're beating the hell out of one another already. And I was like, don't right. worry, it's no no time limit. They can't go Broadway, but you know, Alex, I I want to ask you here real quick, like when when two minutes into the match, Shuri runs off the apron and eats a power bomb on the floor. Is that when you <laughs> kind of were like, well, here we go. <laughs> Just a little. I mean, it was more the announcers, uh, you know, kind of popping themselves, and they're like, oh, oh now it's going to get into a high maximum drive, and, and that was surely the beginning of uh, just – a, a beatdown, like like Ryan just said. I texted him. I was like, "It's 20 minutes in. By the time frame here, we got another at least 30 minutes per se, and they're already staggering. You know, like come on, let, you know, like a day lives scenario, essentially. You know, and it was just beautiful to watch and and just you know, Ryan kind of likened it to uh, Omega and Okada, but I kind of had that Tanahashi. Okada type of feeling, you know, in a way where, you know, just kind of watching these matches where stardom, you know, I'm, I'm kind of been off and on over the last couple of years. Ryan is definitely, you know, trying to get me more into it, which, you know, I will say this year, I, I definitely peaked a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of early on into the year before it got crazy the last couple of months. Um, but definitely this match and, and, you know, looking at this card that just happened uh, yesterday made me uh, intrigued and makes me excited for 2022, especially with the new reign and kind of see where, where they go here. And, and I want to say, Alex, too, with you saying, you, I think you're way more right. When I, when I said Okada Omega, I was thinking, my God, they just, they just have these five-star matches. They're just crazy. But mm-hmm. I think the Okada Tanahashi factor is more is a is a better way to look at it because the payoff was Okada finally beating Tanahashi. It mm-hmm. wasn't back in, you know, we go this way, then we have a draw, and then we go the other way. And it was Tana always, always either, regardless of the outcome, he couldn't be beat. And Utami just couldn't get beat. Siori yeah. could not beat her. And I think the payoff is, is very reminiscent of, of Wrestle Kingdom 10. When uh, when he finally beat Tana after losing at seven and nine, so yeah, I think you're you're spot on with that. I'm I'm a, I'm on your team with that. But what's one. crazy too is the years of experience is is kind of switched in that scenario where you know Utami, she's what early twenties, yeah, three you know, years pro. Like, are you kidding? She, me? you know, her early thirties, you know, has the MMA background, of course. That but but it's just like it's reversed in that way where you know Shuri was kind of like the underdog you know if you will where it's just like will she finally you know get that win you know on that 10th defense that Utami had and uh yeah it, it, it was a masterpiece honestly it's I don't know how we're going to do this Ryan with so many you know uh, rivalries especially on the Puro side and the Joshi side now um where can we have this trilogy of matches be one, three, and four, you know, if you will? Like, how are well, we going to do this? In my opinion, there's, there's only, there are four people are in the top four matches of the year, and they're both, they're both rematch-type matches. It's, it's these two and Nakajima and Keno. Like, that's – I just got to figure out how I'm going to organize these four. It's, and, 
it, it's just, it's, I mean, I, I, I should ask you, you this too, Kristen, with us talking about this. Like, I know it's, you know, been a couple of days that, you know, I'm sure everyone's thought about it. Where does this, this match rank? Is it, did you like this better than their June match? Did you like it better than their Grand Prix? And where does this kind of sit for you for like, for the whole year? I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but I, this is my match of the year. And it's primarily my match of the year because there was a winner. Like, yeah. the other matches, there weren't. And this match was slightly longer. It was only 36 mm-hmm. minutes, which it felt like, it felt longer and short at the same time, if that makes yes. sense. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> After just finishing it, I 100% agree because I'm like, it's yeah. already been 54 <laughs> minutes. And you just said it was like 36. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly, but it also was like the shortest thirty-six minute match I've ever like. It was. Mm-hmm. It, you oh, want more? You wanted more, but yeah. for their health and and well-being, you didn't want more. <laughs> the whole target, you were like, oh, it's already done. Um, but yeah, I think this is the next year because they they said right off the gate, which I think hyped it like a lot, just by saying there's no time limit. There has to be a winner. Um, so we get the end of a reign of Utami and Cherry three belts. And, and so for me, this, this obviously ended a trilogy and it had a lot more at stake than, than like their previous two, I think. Kristen, did you think that there was a chance going into this? You know, a lot of, and a lot of people were kind of how we thought was they got it. If they don't do Siri now, you're going to, you're going to waste it. It's like we're, we uh, kind of alluded to in the opening. Like, it's well to me. It's it's. Are they going to make Jake Lee the champ or not? Because he's getting he's thirty five. You're running out of time. You've had Miyahara beat him like a drum. Suaba beats him like a drum. Is and then they finally do it. And and it was like, was it too late? We don't know. So it just it felt like Suri. You have all this momentum. You're going to make a new star. You already have had the best revenue year you've had. Like it's it's time to do it. But they kept alluding to Utami. Can she pass uh, Iwatani's record defenses? And that was the small little like kink in it that made me go, maybe they're not going to do it. Yeah, I think too. You know, um, Donald Zamondo is like stacked with belts, <laughs> whereas Quest uh, just had right. I think at least they did, anyways. Just had Utami, and they just lost their leader basically in Momo. They just lost her. Mm-hmm. And so there was a part of me that thought like, what is Queen's Quest gonna do when Utami drops the belt? Like, they're already in shambles. Like, what is gonna happen here? Um, because Momo's turn was such a huge deal. So there was a little part of me that thought maybe, but I, I don't know. I think I think just Donna Damondo is just incredibly dominant across the board. And so, yeah, I, I think they made the right call, frankly. Because it, it, well, well, I mean, and as we'll get into with the next match, they 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 have the white belt now, I believe, and because Sayakamitani isn't she's she's Queen's Quest, I thought. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And then the only other one that's not in Donna Del Monte, well, and then you have Starlight Kid, but otherwise Hanans and Stars, and then and then you got Siri, 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 Julia, then the. They even become Mike and that's the boy. They, they, I mean, like you said, they're they're dominating. They're the they're the R E D of stardom as it as it seems. Is this something that you could see 
because I, I, they didn't do it last year, I believe. They didn't do the unit shakeup. Is this something where maybe mm-hmm. maybe they they're gonna do another unit kind of draft or shakeup and try to refresh Queen's Quest? Or I mean, they're I, not gonna get rid of know. it, are they? <laughs> I mean, they're not uh, getting rid of I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't see them getting away like just like being like, "Bye, no." Um, <laughs> I think. I think. I don't know if it's gonna be like all a uh, faction shakeup across the board, but I think the fact that Odeo Tai is growing so much, um, and Starlight Kid has sort of changed the way that, that faction like acts and and uh, regulates. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna. I don't know. I guess I'm not sure. But I don't see a whole faction shakeup because, like, I don't want them to. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> if I don't see them doing that. There's there's so many that are so strong still, and Cosmic Angels is still pretty new. And um, my thought is that Queen's Quest is going to undergo some serious changes soon because Odeo Tai is just eating up everybody. Yeah. I- it's it's so interesting, and this, this show really really changed a lot of stuff, and it, and it made me really happy about it too. That they that they're they know that they have some eyes on them. Let's keep going. Let's keep trying things, and I think it yeah. opens up great too. With you know Tam beats Julian March and comes in, and almost the same situation I felt like with with Siri with uh, Saya Kamatani. She she wins the Cinderella. She came up short against Utami. You know, she she's just had opportunities. The she she had the earlier Tam match and just couldn't get the job done. She gets on a roll. Yeah. She gets the title shot and they pull the. This one shocked me. I didn't think they were going to have her win. Um, what was your thoughts on this uh, on the the white belt match here? On on Tom, yeah, I didn't think she was going to lose it. Um, that was a legitimate surprise for me. I talked to people though on a pretty split that Sayo is going to get it. Um, the match itself was a real big contender uh, for match of the night, frankly. Like, yeah. it was very close. Yeah. Um, they had some insane, like, oh, my God, like, suplexes all over the, oh, my God, off apron stuff. Like, just insane. But, I mean, I, I really didn't think Nakano has been so dumb. And, and that's the other thing, too, is she's got this whole thing with Mayu Awatani. And then it seems like they kind of just dropped that whole thing mm. now. Like, maybe they're just going on with a different storyline. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I this is a surprise. I did not think Tom was going to lose it at all, frankly. Yeah, it was there, – there, there's a point, Alex, when you get to watch it um, – the, uh, Saya gives uh, Nakano a, a reverse Rana from the top, and Ooh. and she just decides to take it like a DDT for some reason instead of like like a flat bump on the on like the stomach. And I was yeah. like, well, she's dead. There's there's nothing yeah. else to say. And then she's outside yeah. the ring. Saya does a dive and she smokes her head off the concrete. She's looking at. I mean, she's seeing bodies. I mean. I don't know yeah. how much she got her bell rung in that match, but she's just like, keep dropping me on my head. It's okay. Let's just yep. see what else gross we can do. What's going on with yeah. all these top rope modified DDTs? We we get, you know, <laughs> this instance here, we get Danielson and Miro at, at full gear, and then uh, Yamato and, and Kai kind of had a similar <laughs> thing. 
at Final Gate. It's like it comes in threes apparently within a month. Yeah, are you talking about Yikes. the springboard slap? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when when yeah. they were on the when she was outside when she caught her and just ripped the ground. Yeah. We yeah we thought she was, we're like okay she's down um, mm-hmm. because in I, I'm really glad nobody did a lot of slow mo in in any of these matches because there's a few of them where I'm like especially these two where they just didn't care about each other's neck like <laughs> no. I hope you don't come back is kind of how they were fighting and. And then the Phoenix Splash and commentary pop, and uh, the crowd pops, which for a Japanese crowd is pretty, you know, shocking. And we pop at home. And, yeah, I mean, it was – it was. I still I still liked the, you know, the main main events, I guess. They were mm-hmm. cold main events. I still liked the other one better. But it was real close. I mean, this one was – you were watching because you thought somebody was going to die. Like, that was yeah. legitimately, like, <laughs> how they were fighting. They didn't care, you know? <laughs> it, it reminded me of back in the day. I don't remember. I think it might have been Wrestle Kingdom 11 or, whatever, or one of I think it was 11. But when Naito and Ibushi were the, the semi-main to Okada and Omega, and they're like, well, we know what they're going to do. So let's just drop each other on our necks over and over and hope that we can steal the show. I, w- I was about to bring that up, Ryan. I was like, wow, this bushy, bushy road, uh, you know, partnership with uh, Stardom now just seems like it, the, the intangible of the Ibushi Naito uh, neck. Uh, so. <laughs> well, they own Stardom. Yeah, they own Stardom. So, I, I mean, I think... They're going to see a lot more. I, mean, I wouldn't say that they're. Abushi must be a uh, trainer for for some of them. In the uh, art of the uh, the neck spot. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of neck, I mean, perfect segue. Takumi Aroha and uh, Miley Watani defeat Hazuki and Momo. Uh, Miley Watani, who's the the queen of drop me on my neck, um, yeah, is is a perfect perfect proprietor of what this show was. Yeah, but isn't that more of the passion and the love, though, is from Mayu? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there, there was a, oh, man, I, okay, you got me on the spot here, and now I'm laughing because I got to find this, because it was, it was incredible. It was on Reddit, and I took a picture of it. Um, it's, it's a picture of Mayu, uh, it's a gif, where she gets kicked by Tom and she falls off the top rope and, like, knees herself in the head because of, like, oh. the bump she took. Do you know what I'm talking about? Jeez. No. It was, it, was a, <laughs> it, was, it was a few weeks ago, but it literally, on the heading says, Mayu Iwatani continues to fight the good fight against the tyranny of her neck. And it's just a gift of her being dropped and driving her head yes. into the ground. <laughs> Mayu also has no concern. And I think Mayu, like, you can see it when she, like, I, me and my friends were talking online during it. You can see it when she's doing the kicks, that she's not doing them precisely to make noise like a lot of wrestlers do. She's doing it, like, half the time with her eyes closed and just hoping that it hits somebody. And, um, and it makes it, like, hits right in the spine and just makes it, like, worse. <laughs> Mayu is, like, she's been around so long that I think she has this, like, little smidge of, like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do, and, like, hopefully you don't die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or if I can walk yeah. on a board, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is awesome. Every time I see Takumi Aroha, I, I think she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I love Momo 
I, I'm, I'm digging this this new Momo, this this Black Peach, the evil yeah. style Momo. It's almost like she's doing evil as what I wish evil was doing, and when he go with he go New Japan, it's just, she, she's she's right. good. And you know they destroyed Hazuki as I assumed was going to happen. Aroha hit that massive running threes. Iwatani hits the moonsault. Nice, nice match that to me felt felt like a perfect match to put in between the Julia Konami and then the two mains to kind of cool the crowd a little bit, but still keep it going. Where you know let's let's give them eighty percent of what we normally do, but it was still. I mean, I still at three and a half. I was perfectly happy with it, but. It was it was a perfectly placed match, I think, for what they were trying to trying to tell. What did you think of the tag? Yeah, I think because you know Julia and Kanabi was emotional for its own reason, um, and they kept referencing Hanakamura stuff, so everyone's crying during it. And then the Saya and Tom match, everyone's afraid for their lives. So this one was sort of like. It was. It was more like an emotional cool down because it still was an incredible match. Takumi is like a technical artist scene. And Momo comes, Momo comes out after being like Oreo type for like a week. Just like she was shopping at Hot Topic and <laughs> dyed her hair and found some black lipstick. And like, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Like, she played the parts perfectly. And this is what I mean by, like, Odeo Tai is now becoming actual villains, whereas before it was sort of like that that wasn't the case with any of the factions, you know, whereas now it's like Momo sort of punching that in for me, like, Odeo Tai is just here to just to hook things up, excuse my language. Um, <laughs> no, and, go for it. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if I could swear. Um, no, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, it was, it was a really good match. It, it really was a very nice, it was very nicely placed, and it was sort of like, hey, Aroha's back, uh, and poor Azuki just ate it, you know. <laughs> she was getting whooped on. I, I think too, and you hit, I think you hit the nail on the head really well, and and Momo to me feels like she's gonna step into this Oedo tie, and be elevated. I, I know I know Kagetsu gave it to gave it to, to Tora and everything. But I just mm-hmm. I don't feel like Tora's there. I I just I don't think yeah. she can grasp it. And I think Momo could be that missing Kagetsu piece that we that we've needed from Oyotai. Because that was something when when I when I was uh, a few years ago when I was getting Alex into wrestling, I was like, they got, there's this girl Kagetsu, she's incredible. She is yeah. such a piece of shit. And I love it. And she's really good. And yeah, they just they just haven't had it. You know, I, obviously with, with Natsu's left, so so they lost her too. And Saki Kashima was doing a pretty good job, I thought. And and Konami's always good, but they just yeah. didn't have that clear cut someone to take over. And I feel like Momo is is could be that. Like Alex, I'm I'm genuinely excited for you to see Momo as this just complete piece of crap. Yeah, it, it'll definitely be a change of pace, uh, especially, you know, kind of like a Moonlight Kid. Uh, I liked how she grasped that. 
uh, or whatever her original gimmick is. Sorry, she she went to the dark. I, I've been calling her Moonlight Kid ever since, but uh, I, I I'm intrigued to kind of see how that rolls out. He's he's hell bent on getting that over. He's Damn right. And, and the kicker was was sunlight. Do a by and bell the bells. We got this. Moonlight Kid. <laughs> the oh, no, no, no. He was he was that a rebuttal. And this is months and months before the before they you know the where she had to leave and go to Wayo Tide. He's like, she's gonna turn heel one day, she's gonna say, Screw all of you, and she is gonna be better than she's ever been. I'm like, they're never gonna turn her heel. And then it turns heel and she adapts it and she's incredible. <laughs> and I was like, All right, you win. You were on this one for yep. Way before it happened, and then it happened, and it's incredible. <laughs> She's so good. She's so, she is evil. And evil yeah. Starlight Kid is evil. Like, she's just, she cackles. Like, she comes in at her, you know, high-speed match and is like, uh, screw everyone here and just pushes people. And, like, I think, I, I think MoMA would make a really good lead, but I'd be surprised if they wouldn't just let Starlight just run the thing because she's just, Great, and she really was the start. Like I said, of Odeo Tide being villainous was pretty much tied to her. Yeah, and and I would have no issue with that. You know, she's that perfect. You know, those you see those the, in, in those those TV shows where the the mob boss leader is the really like the little one. You yeah, know, she's yeah. she's the you know the, the smaller compared to the you know a lot of her a lot of the group, and she, but she's the one who gets the most respect, and she's like the biggest. Like asshole, like us. I would have no issue with that. No so you mean the stardom version of Ata, essentially, right? That's precise. You'd see Ata poking at somebody's chest and talking all this smack, and then behind them stand there's Kazuma Sakamoto and Diamante, and you're like, well, I mean, I don't yeah. want to get my ass kicked, so I guess I'll stop. And okay. then he's just rubbing yeah. it in. Oh, that's yes. fantastic. Just fantastic. Um. We we get to essentially the half point of the show. This was the match that 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 obviously choked me up a little bit. I was I really enjoyed it. Uh, solid four star match to me. Um, you know they, they kept it at thirteen minutes or so, so they didn't didn't do didn't do too much, but they did everything I would have asked for. It, it was it was a great tribute from the the Tokyo Cyber Squad gear on Konami to Julia rocking the braids, and you could see Konami lose it as it happens, like. Yeah. This was tremendous, great match. Julia wins with the glorious driver. Uh, what, what, you, what did you think of this? This, I mean, you could call it a Hanukkah tribute match, you know, in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure how to feel about it because, um, you know, it's, as, as far as like matches go, it's pretty low stipulation in this card. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a hello goodbye. Um, of course, Konami leaving is super sad, um, hopefully not forever kind of thing. Yeah. Julia coming back is always, always exciting because Julia is one of my favorites. Um, but, you know, and we always, like, going into it, I'm like, okay, well, obviously Konami's putting Julia over, but, like, Julia doesn't need to be put over. <laughs> like, yep. Julia is over. Yeah. So what it ended up being was this Hanakamura, um, you know, love letter. And, yeah, of course, I'm, like, crying during all of it. They both start crying at the end, and then I'm just a hot mess. Um, and, uh, you know, it was 
it, it was also just really good wrestling. A lot of times when they're like the farewell matches, they're not as strong um, as, for wrestling because it's really more like a goodbye. But this was a real match. And I, I think Julia had a lot to do with that with returning. Like they were like, okay, we're not just going to have some limp wrist match. Yeah. Like it should be good to go. And I mean, I, again, I think this was like perfectly placed. The whole card was really, and it really was just the perfect moment to kind of give a nod to Hannah um, while also saying goodbye to Konami. So it was, it was a great match. I think. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with it. That's a, that's a, a thing that I was thinking too. I was like, maybe, you know, Konami's probably going out, taking the fall like normal, like, like you should, but you know, and hopefully, like you said, not forever. But Julie is somebody who's so well-established, you can have her take a loss to elevate somebody, it doesn't hurt them. And right, so to right. me, I was like, well, you know, maybe they could go that route. And they had some good teases. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was probably the right move because you, you got to keep Julia going here. You want to keep Donna Del Mundo strong. So I, I was fine with it. Um, but, yeah, it's just – and Konami looked like she was – she she seemed fast last night, or excuse me, the other night yeah. she was she was she seemed like she was in better shape. I was like, this doesn't look like somebody who's on the way out. This looks like somebody coming right. back. Like, right. I was I was really surprised by that. But you know, hopefully hopefully things happen, and you know maybe it's just one of those kind of hiatus. I heard people talking about it. It was one of those things where how Jungle Kiona kind of left that Konami's been. Yeah meaning to sense everything too, but she's stuck around and just decided, you know, it's time to just get out and reflect and relax. And right. so I, don't, I don't blame her whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Um, then we had, you know, we talked about her earlier, the moonlight as Alex says, but Starlight Kid, Azumi, Koguma, this rocked. This was, <laughs> I mean, there was, there was probably, 17 near falls in a 30 second yes. span. I, I thought, I think it was Daichi Mariyama's ref in the match. I, I thought he was like, I was like, he's blown up. The, the official is blown up. I, I, they, they blew the ref up. He, they got to slow down. And I was like, no, we, we just, I, I swear, Azumi and Starlight Kid have some of the best cardio I've seen since like Lance Storm. Like, it's just, yeah. it just don't stop. It blows my mind. And then Koguma coming off that ladder spot um, at the, the the Osaka show there, she's just yeah. like, all right, I'll do whatever I can. And she's bumping around and flying. I mean, this was, I mean, this was, this was fantastic wrestling. Um, did you have any thought that they would have had Starlight lose or were you, you all on board with Starlight going through on this? What'd you think of it? I'm, okay with her retaining just because I feel like they are sort of giving her that push a little bit. Um, she's the only person at Otai who's holding the belt right now. And so I'm kind of glad that she kept it. Um, it's also coming off of the, you know, the Osaka show where Azumi loses Momo, the starlight essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have her then drop it would seem kind of, you know, it would seem not right. Um, so I, I mean, I'm happy that she kept it. I didn't think she would lose it, frankly. I think she's just she's unstoppable right now. Um, and I mean, it was eight minutes, but if you blink, you miss it because they were going so fast. And right off the, they like were not even waiting for the belt. They were like, the bell. They were like, let's go right now. And they started off fast. 
it was perfect because it was like two, three in the morning, and you're like, oh yes, yes, like wake yeah, up. Yeah, you need coffee. You needed. Yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't yeah. need it when this happened. It definitely <laughs> uh, lived up to the name of the title. That's for sure. It seems oh, like Alex. It felt like oh, you were watching, yeah. uh, like we'll say we'll say Kogama. We'll just say as wrestler X. And then it felt like Starlight Kid and Zumi were a clone and the real version of Masato Yoshino 10 years ago. <laughs> like, it also seems so, like, you said it was under 10 minutes. I mean, another great triple threat, uh, God, of many, many moons ago, 15 years ago, uh, WrestleMania 22, was it 22? Uh, anyways, the, uh, the Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and Kurt Angle uh, triple threat match, it yeah. seems like where it was just so short. But everything was just so high paced. You were fine with, you know, the uh, the quickness of the match, just because you got everything and you were just completely satisfied. You're like, oh, no, yeah. mo- no mas, no mas. <laughs> was, there was a, yeah. there was there was a, one of the one of the falsies that popped me, and, and this is just as 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 a like as a giant like pure wrestling type mark. Azumi goes for the the back bridge with the legs hooked up, kind of like uh, kind of like Zack Saber. And Starlight Kid just says no and pushes her forward and then somehow sneaks underneath and schoolboys her. I was like, how the yeah. hell did you do that? There's yeah. no rhyme like, or reason. <laughs> I think there was a spot where I was like, is this spider? Because it was like, how? How? It was like oh more Lucha God. than Lucha. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was more Lucha. Yeah. It was crazy. This was fantastic. It was, it was such good yeah. wrestling. Alex, you're gonna mark when you watch this because you're gonna. I, I probably like, will. I'm gonna text you when I when it comes on Stardom World at random times. I'm like, dude, what? What do you mean? I, I haven't just, seen this match like, before. There's no stopping. Amazing. Like I had to like get hydrated watching it. I was like, oh my god, I'm tired watching it. Like, what are they doing? Um, <laughs> great, great wrestling in this one. And then obviously we have our, our pay per view opener that uh, wasn't on the dark matches. Uh, Donna Del Mundo retain. Uh, against Cosmic Angels, I I have truly gotten on board uh, with how great Natsupoi has become. Like I yes. I knew I knew in Tokyo Joshi Pro when I, when I saw her before I was like okay she's she's definitely got something. It's just a matter of you know what is she what what is she going to become? And then when she got to stardom and really started developing this role, now she's just the confidence is there and. and her and Micah and, and Himika are, are such a good unit together as as their own separate entity type thing that I, I'm all over it. Um, what, what did you think of this 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 six woman? Did you have any any inkling that um, that they had any chance of dropping them back to Cosmic, or was this just a Donna Del Mundo showcase? That's a Donna Del Mundo show. I mean, like I I will fully admit that I'm a uh, Natsupoi stand. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan. Like, I love her. She's, I, I, like, I think if you're going to have a cruiserweight champ and stardom somewhere, if that's even possible, it's her. Like, she's uh, super talented, super quick, uh, very emotive in the ring, and um, plays to the audience in a way that is not, like, it's very westernized to me, it feels like. But I know it's, I mean, it's not westernized. It's her. But it's. Like, she knows where the hard cam is. She knows where the crowd is, and she plays to it. And I think it's awesome. The match was crazy, but I really think this was makeup match. Like, this is this is makeup match. Like, she 
she had it, you know, <laughs> like there was, there was no, she was giving Miss Noku drivers to people like they were free. Like, here you go. Here you are. Everybody gets one. It's like Oprah with the cars. And, and she was so strong in the match. And, you know, Himika's got the height. Nancy Poi's got the athleticism. But Mika comes in here and she's like, it's my show. And I'm just going to toss bitches. And she did. And, um, I mean, it was a fantastic opener. It, I think opening with Donna Del Mondo and having Donna Del Mondo retain is a really good idea for an opener, frankly. Yeah, it was it was nice, Alex. You, you'll mark uh, 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 Unagi. I am a in. fan of uh, Himika, that is for sure. After my uh, summer of stardom watch and uh, Donna Del Mondo <laughs> and, and all that. No, I am definitely a fan of uh, of that faction. She, uh, Unagi runs in, eat, eats the Michinoku driver. Mina Shirkar comes in, eats the Michinoku driver. And then she grabs the, the legal man, Michinoku driver, and just sits on her and just stares at the camera. And it's one, two, three. And I was like, yeah. bravo, Micah. <laughs> bravo. Yeah, she's like, do you want one? Do you want one? Do you want one? Like, she was ready to give everything. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was, that was, that was beautiful. And, and it's nice, too, because, you know, especially, I'll, I'll say this, you know, you, you had mentioned earlier with what we watch. I mean, we're, we're big, big Puro, especially myself, you know, New Japan, All Japan, DDT, NOAA, Stardom, Tokyo Joshi Pro, Dragon Gate. I, I'm really into Gleet. I got really, really into that. Gleet. Both Orchestra, Strong Hearts. I mean, <laughs> I try to watch, I was watching some 2AW, some some uh, some some of that a while ago. I mean, if I get my hands on it, I watch it. But I mean, yeah. you know, aside from AEW, and you really can't say ROH now. And I kind of watch some Game Changer. Like I stay as far away from WWE as I can. I just I can't I can't do it. I it's, yeah. you mentioned the rematch thing. I don't need to see the same match four weeks in a row with fifty fifty booking <laughs> and somebody else winning. It's like yeah. they you, they don't make stars. They don't. The, the biggest opportunity, and this was something me and Alex talked about before, was at Media 37, so it would have been 2021, I think, uh, Elimination Chamber, when they had Baszler beat all five of them. We said they did it, yeah. they made a star, she's going to go on, she needs to beat Becky, squash her, win the title. And then people like yell at WWE for beating people, and then, oh, well, let's just have her not, not win, and then we'll just have her vacate the right. title, and then... It's like they're afraid to make stars. You're afraid to do anything. So seeing Micah just dominantly win and then just <laughs> stare at you was like, God bless pro wrestling when it's done right. Because it's not mm-hmm. hard. It's the easiest fucking thing yeah. to do. Is that- I feel like Jordan, I was talking about this with my fiance earlier. Um, I'm going to plug him. Mr. Warren Hayes, go watch his show. He, hey. We were talking about – I'm going to do it. I don't care. Uh, no, so do it. Do it about- all over. <laughs> so we were doing we were talking about stardom and how they're really good about not shoving things in your face they're not mm-hmm. shoving stories in your face at the Osaka Super Wars they weren't shoving the ladder match in your face like it's really nice to have a subtle ladder match because it's, first off it's not something stardom does on the regular but secondly like WWE matches like there's decorative ladders like they're like hanging out around like the ring for no reason and like there's 17 of them and they're in the way they're they're more like in the way than they are helping 
And Stardom goes, let us do it with one huge ladder compared to these girls. And, and just we'll clear it out of the way, safety first, when we don't need it. And then we'll have Mayu do some crazy crap off of it and try <laughs> to kill people. And then that'll be it. And, like, we, we just really appreciate Stardom for what they are and that they are willing to do that, too, that with this whole car, the story was so subtle. Nothing was shoved down your throat. They do it with really good in-ring storytelling. Um, I guess you could say the same for New Japan. I don't watch much New Japan. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I watch, I'm That's a big Hiromu fan. Big Hiromu yeah. fan. But, um, I, you know, like, they don't shove it. It's like the feud has played out really well, and it's played out in the ring with really good in-ring storytelling. So we can appreciate Stardom for not being obvious and 50-50 booking, and they might, but at least it's not horrible 50-50 booking. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is like, I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I'm so sick of ladder matches and gimmick matches. But then they do it, and I was like, oh, that was really fun. Like. <laughs> If I never watch a War Games match again, I'll be happy. Like, and it's that's a perfectly you look at the women that did that ladder match, and then take the women's War Games match, and yeah, it was thirty five minutes of people just hitting each other with things to do it. It sucked. There's like, no, yeah. like there's uh, nothing. Don't forget make, skateboarding. Come on. Like, does this make sense? Why are you doing this? Like. Stop just yeah. it's like all right, we're all gonna pick up Kendall sticks and have a stare down. Like, no. Just yeah. wrestle and then adapt the moves to it. And do I, you think EO from, is going to go the uh, Tony Storm route and uh just oh, dip? I hope, please, I hope to God Tony Storm shows up at, at back in stardom. That's what I was gonna uh, ask you. Like you guys are talking about Queen's Quest please. and what they're gonna do. I, I know she doesn't have an affiliate she didn't have affiliation. And of course another free agent, another stardom alum is available on the market. One Kyrie I mean, sorry, Kyrie Kyrie Hojo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh keep it that like who who would you wanna see maybe fill in or, or step up and, and kind of take the reins of uh of faction like Queen's Quest? In the, in this I, time, I'm I'm not. I try not to uh, like fantasy book people that get released, but she technically quit. So in this case, screw it. And I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I I hope Tony Storm does return to Stardom. I hope she goes home and she does Eve again. Um, I hope she does you know uh, progress. I hope she does all of that. But yeah, it would be awesome to see her in Stardom. I think it's hard for anybody, but like. Uh, you know, um, I say Blair Davenport, but that's not her name. It's her oh, name. Oh, Beat Priestley. Beat Priestley, thank you. Or like Jamie Hayter to not spend more than like three months. Like they they spent a really long time there where everybody else mm-hmm. kind of just had their like little run and then they left. And they usually would join Odeo Tai because they were foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be interesting to have Tony. I don't know if they would let her do Queen's mm-hmm. Quest. Um, I mean, obviously, if Io Shirai was like, oh, if Tony's going, I'm going, <laughs> um, then, yeah, have her come back. I'm not going to fantasy book somebody else. I, just, I hope that they are happy, you know, like, I hope Tony's happy wherever she goes. As far as Queen Quest, I, I really don't know. I mean, Otami's dropped the belt, so maybe she has more time to kind of refocus the group. Um, and start recruiting. And that's the thing, mm. too, is we have two Momos who haven't been revealed yet. Um, yeah. 
So we don't know who's behind those. Well, technically, technically we don't know who's behind those two. So uh, we could be having, you know, some more freelancers come over. You just don't know. I I, I think it's it's almost obvious, and and, I, and I'll say this: I don't I don't mind breaking down that wall because you brought it up, and I think it's a good topic because I'm I'm curious. Oh my god! I just realized it. is B Priestley still in NXT UK? Is that still a thing? Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. she is. Yeah. Like so I honestly, I, I totally spaced it. You remember Blair. I sent her your or sent you her new name and you you called it bullshit and rubbish <laughs> and you stopped talking to me for a week and then I sent you the vignette and then apologized. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, and I'll say, and I forgot what that names. name was. These names, like where do they get this shit? Like the rascals going know. and Zachary Wentz becomes Wesley. Are you like, is this a joke? Like, what? Like, like, I, like, I understand to a point, like, the the U.S. talent not using their names, like, right, Frankie Monet, right? Because mm-hmm. when they leave, they can't use their names because it's been copyrighted, right? It's been trademarked. Yep. Uh, in the U.K., they usually don't do that. Like, they might change it a little bit, like Millie McKenzie is Amelia, you know. Um, <laughs> but they they usually don't because they let them go wrestle elsewhere, right? Like they're not going to dare tell Miko Satamora you can't have your name anymore. Oh no, <laughs> no. Right? I would so, find somebody. Uh, Minoru Suzuki oh. would go to uh, go to Vince's door and uh, <laughs> have a little talking to him. Maybe sell him some socks, some watches, maybe a hat. <laughs> but he would probably <laughs> slap him a few times and say no. Oh my God, <laughs> it would be. It, <laughs> I just, it blows my mind. Like, I don't want to go, like, I try to not go on WWE rants. Like, I just, like, we'll cover the shit because it's people okay. like listening to it. But I just, yeah. it, it, usually Alex, Alex is way better about this. That's why I love having him as my co-host. We, yeah. we met when we were managers at a Toys R Us and he's in my, my oh. electronics lockup and he's going through a DVD and he's like, ho ho. And he said like the Royal Rumble. And I was like, Christian's supposed to turn up. And he looks at me, he's like, you're a wrestling fan? I was like, are you a Mark? And then we, like, embrace that. <laughs> it's was, it was fantastic. And, and like, I, yeah, kind of a thing. You know? <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, I've just stayed away, and, and he's been getting out of it, too. But, like, we'll cover the stuff, and I try to let him do more of the talking. And, like, halfway through him doing a great job of explaining the angle of the match, I just start laughing, and I get mad. And I just I can't help it. And I... I I always I feel bad because I mean to be fair, Ryan, people, that was like nine months ago since the last time I actually took. No, that's not true. That Hell in a Cell match, but but that was about it. That was like the yeah, only but match like I but that that's that kind of how it, when we used to do it more. And, and I don't mean yeah, people yeah. just appreciated and thought it was funny, but I just I just it drives me nuts. And and I just like how do you how are you the number one entity and you don't even call yourself wrestling. Like how the hell? Uh. Yeah, but that's been like that for 30 years. I mean, uh. 35 years even. So, I mean, it, that, that's just a little tiresome. It's just, you know, you, you see everyone that we've loved and, you know, admired for, you know, since the ring of honor days, you know, essentially, uh, you know, but, you know, on their roster, just get, you know, not used correctly, depleted, <laughs> what have you, but, and also the three-hour gimmick. It's I, I haven't watched the Raw in probably two years. I literally took it off my DVR recording probably like seven months ago because <laughs> I would just delete it. 
Delete it to record. That's all I would do. And and I gave them a small, like, praise when when they did Bianca and Sasha at Mania. Main event, they made a champion. They did it right. They made a star. And then, like, four months later, they have her get awestruck by somebody and lose in a minute. And I was like, well, never mind. I I. I try. <laughs> here's the here's the thing. Like, I feel like they they you're right. They don't want to be a wrestling company. They made it very clear. And the the companies they compare themselves to, um, like Marvel, that makes them mm-hmm. clear that they are they don't want to be a wrestling company. Um, and so like it's hard because we want to judge them by wrestling standards. Um, I will admit that I don't watch Raw. Um, I will sort of have NXT 2.0 on the background. I'm pretty good about sticking with NXT UK and SmackDown, but even that sometimes. Um, and I, I try to cover it. Like, I try to at least go back and, like, kind of get the highlights because that's, I guess, my job. But yeah, Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just – it's hard because you know that they, what they did was they just panicked and they hired a bunch of people. They hoarded talent, and then they had to let him go. And now we're down to, like, what, like 20 women or something between the two main rosters, top, I think? Less than that, probably. Um, and some of them are, like, not being used. They're, like, gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me, I, of course, I care about the women, but the men, too. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. just super hard to get invested, especially when the 2021 was so hard on fans. Of WWE. I mean, I had to tell my friend's um, kid why uh, Bray Wyatt was no longer around. <laughs> because <laughs> suddenly he's just not there anymore, you know? And it's like, that wasn't something that was uh, very, like, it didn't happen very often before, like, 2020. <laughs> so 2020 2021 was super hard on fans. Everyone's gone. And then you just, like, you're like, why get invested in mm-hmm. people when at any moment they could go. Um, but, you know, I also don't think everybody should be signed to AEW either. I just, I'm I'm happy that the, uh, you know, the indies can hold some people for right now. I think if we get much more releases, the influx in the indies is going to cause an issue too. Um, but, you know, I, I, people go out there and start promotions or pay me to, and I will do it because um, <laughs> you, you need the card spaces for, for all the wrestlers that are out. There's so much talent. So many. And now yep. they're worried about getting signed to WWE because they know that's not even a guarantee anymore. So now wow. we have all this talent floating around, and they're phenomenal, and you can go see them, like, on a Thursday night at Beyond Wrestling. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I cover WWE because I have to, but that's because I have to, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> No, I, I, and that's that's the hard part. Yeah, like, and and I think people need to realize the indies are. I think the indies are super flourishing right now. Like, um, yeah. I got a couple buddies that that wrestle in Wisconsin, and and they're staying. They're drawing houses over there. Like, um, one of my buddies, forty oh, people. Yeah, so, so you might, uh, yeah. uh, my my buddy, uh, he wrestles as PW three. Okay. I don't know if you ever seen him. He does like the. He did like that GLC like winter brawl thing or I can't remember. So those guys that used to do like uh on like the WB had a wrestling show and, and the one guy okay. runs it. But, but like, it, it's a couple, there's a couple guys that I used to wrestle with when I, when I did a little wrestling back when I was almost 40 that are still out there. And, 
And they see the Wisconsin scene is, is rocking still. And, you know, here, yeah. we're, we're yeah. Actually, ironically, we're in Minnesota um, right okay. next to you. And yeah. Minnesota's doing well. We, first Wrestling, ah. we run at First Avenue, and they're tremendous mm-hmm. shows. Right. And you go, like, you just go to Chicago, and my God. Yes. I mean, Chicago yeah. is full. Um, and, you know, occasionally people come to Milwaukee. We got Zello Pro over here that shows up every once in a while. Um, and Warrior Wrestling. And, I mean, it, it's just, like, phenomenal all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to... Uh, was it, was it, what's it, what are Steve? Steve? Steve and Mark? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we've done Shout a out to David our... Arquette shaking my hand while we're doing a radio. <laughs> yeah. at Warrior Radio. Yeah, we, we did too. radio like, roll for, for Warrior a few times. And that's, that was fun. Oh. There was, we did the second one and it was, it was crazy because like, so we're, we're lined up next to, of all people, James Ellsworth doing our show. And he's oh just by God. himself. But then you look over the corner and it's like Ray Mysterio and Austin Aries. Yeah. And it was, it was in that span when Ray was doing the Indies, and, I'm, yeah. and we're looking around, we're like, man, Brian Cage is there, like, Sammy Guevara was, was there. Day after all in, so that was yeah. the crazier yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was the day after all in. That's yeah. right. And it was just like, yeah. man, you know, the Indies really have an opportunity to do something, and, and Warner does a great job. So we're well, look, Osprey's their champ at the moment, yeah. and he's going to yeah, be in South Bend, yeah. Indiana, in like what a couple of weeks. The Wrestle Kingdom, so I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I should real quick. I want to I want to full circle since I as as wrestling marks we can tirade, and I know how that goes, and that's totally okay. Yes. That's that's how it's supposed to go when when you're talking about right. things that are good and not bad, like some companies. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most obvious things with Julia is uh, Mariah Mayumi from Tokyo Joshi Pro. She left. I, I I would be if I had to bet on one person under the hood, it's her. Yeah. Any inkling on the second one, or am I even, or am I way off than what you think of her or of her? I I no, I agree. I don't know, frankly, because I'm not like I said. I you know I watch Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, I don't get enough of like Ice Ribbon and stuff, or Seedling, or you know I know a little bit, but I don't know who would come over. Um. I mean, a part of me, like this very tiny itty bitty part of me, hopes that Kyrie Sane just shows up. Yeah. Um, that would. That be would be like, wild if she was a Donna Del Mundo. Yeah. If she was like, hey. <laughs> oh my hey, god! Wouldn't what that you... like blow up everything though? Like if. Put it up with me. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at their I, faction, it's all too much charisma. In, but in that faction alone, there, like that, but, that's, but, too, that's crazy. In a way, she's yeah. kind of right because, I mean, you look at you look at Julia was Julia was with uh, I can't say it Tequila I think was her name uh, in in Ice Ribbon they were tag champions and then she she booked out of Ice Ribbon you know and and Himika and yeah. Micah, they I believe they came from Ice Ribbon and Marvelous too and then Natsupoi came over from Tokyo mm-hmm. Joshi Pro which Yuka Sakazaki yeah. still rants about that which which is hilarious. So it's a, it's a whole outsider faction. I've also heard okay. um, Mayumi's uh, tag partner of B-Stars, uh, Suzumi, could be the one, um, which would make yeah. sense because then you bring in a tag team, so it fits. But, but it, is she it, considered an it, outsider just because she left for an excursion, I don't know. if you will? Or that's like, what I love about I mean, I'm, I'm not too familiar with the Hojo matches. I mean, I only know, unfortunately, the uh, the Kabuki Warrior, uh, you know, uh, 
known as Kyrie Sane. So I've only heard you the know of the whole elbow drop. So I mean, I don't know. Is there a little bit more you know attitude to that character over in Stardom? You know, Kristen, there's your there's your angle, right? Yeah. There's your angle. Yeah, she comes back. America turns. Damn them. Damn them all. <laughs> You know, that's the thing, right, is that Donna Zalmando is woman of the world. She would still not, it's assuming that if whoever the other Momos are are with Julia, that they are, that's assuming that's going to happen and not not like they're the one and done or that they're joining other factions, then you would assume, yes, they are either from other promotions or they are of other uh, races or nationalists, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I would like to see Kyrie Sane, but I think Kyrie Sane is just like she's not edgy. <laughs> you know, she's even stardom. She was just this this baby face. She was so well liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know who. I mean, I would like Kyrie Sane, but I I'm like I'm really excited because the whole Donna Domondo thing, Women of the World. Mm-hmm. It could really be anyone, frankly. Um, and now that Shuri is Shuri Three Belt. My guess is that her attention is going to be on the red belt and not on the tag belt. So yeah. Julia's got to find somebody to kind of help out for AL. I mean, when ALK can't really function, right? So um, I'm really interested to see who these people are and if they're even going to stick around. I really hope they do, frankly. Venny yeah, would be I, super. Like, give me Venny. That would be cool. That would be really cool. That would be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was. She. I. What year was it? I think it was twenty. Alex, what was that match I was obsessed with? It was she. Went, she was Oscar, and she wrestled Akito at DDT Ultimate Dance Party. I think it was twenty nineteen, and they had a. It was for that. that it was a death match in their extreme yes, title. The light pole. The two. Yeah, yes, it was a one light tube match. The ballet, yes. Light tube, you lost. <laughs> and it's so awesome. It was incredible. I just couldn't believe it. Then finally, Akito, like, or he, I think he, like, I remember how how it ended. I think, oh, I think she threw it, and they did some kind of crazy thing, and then she kicked it into his head, and it broke, so she lost. And he's like, ha I won, but he's bleeding. But like, I was like, this is the most. <laughs> creative thing I've ever seen. She she yeah. is tremendous. I that is a fantastic idea. I would be all for that. Yeah. There's there's a lot there was there was another another one that I had heard and I, I a vague rumor, but uh, I can't remember I think her name was Avery. She did the I think twenty nineteen uh Grand Prix and she was from Australia. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And she was pretty good. You can tell she was kind of green. I think it was her like second year in the business, but throughout the tournament they had her with the right people and she she drastically was progressing as the tournament went and then and then after the tour she went back, but I heard somebody throw that out too as another person from outside uh, of Japan. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I, I believe on the 3rd is when we get to, when when we potentially find out in that six yeah. man okay. tag. So that'll yeah. be oh man, like I I don't know if this could happen. Um, you know, as we talked about Bushi Road owning New Japan and Stardom. Of course, we know on January eighth we have Wrestle Universe's Noah battling New Japan there for uh, night three of Wrestle Kingdom. 
But can we say crazy world? Would we like to see a Tokyo Joy Pro under the Wrestle Universe umbrella take on stardom Bushy Road? And can we just see Saki Akai versus anyone? Is that, <laughs> that's pretty much all I want 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 to say. Yes. She's phenomenal. Like I'm surprised she's not big. I mean, I know she's big, like in the the Joshi circle, she's very mm-hmm. well liked, but like she like we did an interview with her about Bells and she needs to be everywhere because she's just like she's I mean, she's with all men, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean eruption is it's fantastic to watch, but when yeah. Ryan started yeah. to get me into Puro uh, four or five years ago, you know, more on a heavy uh, basis, she just stood out to me just, you know, as, as the progression of her wrestling over the last few years, and then to be aligned with them is just amazing. That and then you was... see her in a Tokyo Joshi Pro match, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I want to see her more on the TD action, you know, because, yeah. you know, she handles herself. So well, that was that was back or, when she was with uh, Azusa Christie with uh, Neil Bashiki Goon, and then mm-hmm. Yukio Sakaguchi yeah. was Yukio Saint Laurent, I think at the time. Yeah, 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 with May. Mm-hmm. Right? Not yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think it'd be really cool if May was under one of those. Oh, movies. I love May. May? Gosh, she's amazing. Like another really awesome interview. Like just. How about they just put everyone that we ever interview in stardom, and then we have a like, hey! <laughs> Make it easier. I I will say though, if Russell Universe is a is a great streaming site, if you don't have it, they were giving it. It was free until the start of the new year yep. for the last three months. But yep. uh, Alex, Alex, you watch you watch that on your your Xbox, and you have like perfect quality now, right? Oh, With fantastic quality. Yeah, it's it's oh, 1080. Yeah. It's just tremendous. So I, I don't. Did, yeah. Do you have the Wrestle yeah. Universe app? I do. DDT has done a lot for Belt Bells, and they are doing a lot for uh, English fans. Like they clearly really yes. really want people to check it out. Like Mr. Haku, he's left now, but he was like the English, the unofficial English commentary on Twitter for it. And oh yeah. He was, yes. Yeah, he was our. Um, translator for all of our interviews that we did uh, except for the stardom ones I did and so he's just like he's phenomenal um well and Balianaki too he he's a translator for May right like he just he just coats around May everywhere um but yeah I mean DDT is doing a lot they clearly want um they want the reach and they were more than like we we would request an interview with Mr. Haku, and then, like, I'm not even kidding, like, a day later, we would get a yes. Um, so they really, really want that. Um, and if you can you can get somebody, if you can get somebody in DDT now and get somebody who has a translator and don't mind staying up late to do the interview, <laughs> then, uh, then, you know, um, like, we would be up at 9 o'clock at night doing these interviews sometimes later. Um, but... I mean, DDT, like, they're doing everything they can to really mm-hmm. appeal to the, the Western audience. You got to love it. Yeah. It, we, yeah. Uh, yeah how's we that Holoon contact coming along, right? Man, I sent Holoon a message, and he kayfabe me, man. I was like, man, forget Damn. you. You're, I was like, Holoon's, like, my favorite play-by-play <laughs> guy. But he's, how does Ben K get so big? And it's like, ah, let's not talk about that. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love Holoon. Well, we – um. Last year, I think it was, 
um, kind of during this time, uh, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita was going to come on, and and I had to work with his translator and the office to get it done, and there was like a scheduling conflict, and then then he was going to do the AEW stuff, so it would have been easier because it, it was in America and yada, 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 but like, I maybe said something to him, like, I personally sent him a DM about it, and I mean, I bet you I got a response that night. I was like, holy shit, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, like that's awesome. You know, yeah, I got a lot of. So on a on a on my PWI podcast, I talked about how Bushi Rose seems to be trying to get starting to appeal to the Western audience a lot, like they are with New Japan, right? Like they they've you know they've moved over here, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I got, I got a little flack for it, but it's I mean it's true, you know. Um, we've talked to Shuri, we've talked to Julia. And we've talked to uh, Bushi Road, like people within Bushi Road, and they're interested in building these partnerships. And I, I mean, I won't reveal too much, but you know, they they want to. They want to be worldwide because as a business, why wouldn't you, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be there um, and do it your way, of course, and keep things pretty similar as they are. But you know, you, you want to. I mean, they want to be seen. So um, it's all about reaching out to people and just trying. Like, I couldn't get Mr. Haku to get May for me, and it was taking a long time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to message Jackie. And I did. And he was like, yeah, when? <laughs> so <laughs> they, they want to be seen. They're, I mean, we got them at 2 port to do a, a fan event for us. I mean, they were just super cool and kind, and they, they want to be big. I mean, who doesn't? If you're a wrestler, that's the whole point, right? Like, you mm-hmm. want to be known. Like, you want it, to get some fans. It's, yeah. it's mind-blowing, too, how much these companies overseas are, like, willing to work with anybody for the expansion yeah. and, and, frankly, for the love of wrestling that everybody has. And, you know, you get some yeah. of these companies in America, and you try, and they're like, yeah, and you got this and that. And I was like, what? Like, we, when I, I was right. in Vegas when the second – or when the SmackDown debuted on Fox and they did a draft. And I was sure. talking to one of the guys about getting media credentials, and he's like, sure. And then I was like, okay, cool. I said, I'll be down there. I'll contact you when you get down there. Like, okay, great. So I contact the guy when I'm down there, and he's like, all right, I need this. 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 I'm like, I don't I, – I, my our LLC's in my closet of my bedroom. You, know, you didn't bring that with – why would right. I travel with that? Right. You know, I was like, yeah, fine, I'll just buy a ticket. And then I left halfway through it because – it was terrible. <laughs> they they had the NFL war room on the draft, and when they drafted somebody, they all ran around high fiving. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, Stardom like Bushy Road's still hard to get hold of <laughs> because they're mm. very protective of their wrestlers, which is a good thing. It really is. Like you don't want them disappearing anywhere, right? Or you know, to pe- to appear on the wrong show, and if they don't have time to vet every single show, then it's a good thing that they protect them. Uh, I got an interview with them, with, with Julia and Shuri because of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and they already have this amazing partnership with Bushy Road. So that was super easy. But even then, it's hard to get, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But here, too, I mean, it, companies who have PR companies, who have PR firms, whatever, they're hard to get through. But, I mean, it's the business. Like, yeah. in the indies, I can just 
DM them and go, hey, I'm, I'm going to show up at this time. You got anybody I can talk to? Or you just show up. And they're like, yeah, where do you, where do you want to go? But those are like $15 tickets. They're like really, they just want, you know, the exposure, most of them. Some of them are just like where you're wrestling is just super kind. They don't need it. They're just really nice. Um, yeah, those just rock. And, yeah, and you just show up and you just you give them some publicity. But, you know, the PR company is like, right, it's all about views. It's about following. It's about listens because they want to get the most bang for their buck. I mean, it makes mm. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of those wacky things where it's like, man, I wish it was so much more accessible at times because there's so many people that I think want to make it bigger than it already is, you know, and yeah. that's where I'm like, ah, but it's fun. I, yeah. I, I love wrestling. I'm, I'm glad we're getting back into a, a good run. Where we're getting a lot of really good stuff and, you know, closing full circle. We, we got it with the stardom show. This was, I mean, this is in my, this is in my top five show of the year. I mean, this was just a tremendous yeah. show. Um, I'm yeah. glad we hit outside angles with, with everything yeah. too. It was God, it's just good. It's and and by the way, who doesn't love Fuki on death? They stopped and had a smoke break on <laughs> on top of Lady C's body during the match. <laughs> right? I, I was like, wait, so we're just having smoke breaks now, like in the middle of a match? Like, okay, all right. She's so funny. Like, she's phenomenal. Oh and and that, that match, like, I'm a huge fan of Waka. But like the match is just incredible too. Like for a dark mm. match, it was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're working hard. That Alex, I will say it, and and bless Waka's heart. If you can watch the Japanese commentary, because the English commentary, <laughs> like I, and I'm not even trying to be mean. Like Stuart Fulton, yeah. who I, I'm a big so proprietor. I've 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 talked to Stuart Fulton and told him I think you need to keep doing what you're doing. I hope you get more opportunities. Like I want to I want to bring you on and we can talk to you just because. I love that he's in Noah. He's in he's in Stardom. He you know he's all over the place. Does just such a great yeah. job. And really and Waka yeah. came in and she was knowledgeable. She knew moves. She knew history. But it was a lot of like Stuart would say something and she was like yes. And yeah, then that was it. Was, and then he's like okay. Like, and then he started going. <laughs> uh, Are you sure it wasn't Ho Ho Loon? Come on, it it, it sounds all. <laughs> God like, damn it, Ho Ho like, Loon! You son of a bitch. Jane favored me. She was so nervous. She was very nervous. But I know, like, she speaks very well English. Like, yeah. She speaks English very Yeah. And, I mean, she's from Choco Pro. She would just show up and just talk a bunch of English. Like, it, it, she has no problem with the language. So, hopefully, hopefully she, I mean, hope, I mean, she got her feet wet, right? Like, I can't judge her. I would be horrible at commentary. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there, I don't there know was somebody... Anything who kept sending me memes of Yoshitatsu and it just said yes from back when Yoshitatsu was doing New Japan commentary with uh, <laughs> Kevin Kelly. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. Except for when he's like, why does Bobby Fish still have on his t-shirt? Like, that's all he cared about was Bobby Fish and taking his t-shirt off. <laughs> like, what? I'm glad, glad you got something else out there, Yoshi. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, bless her heart. She, I, like, I was, I was all, like, I, I would, I, I listened English all the way until the two title matches, and then I went, I'm going to the Puro commentary because I want to hear, ah, and screaming like burning hammers are happening. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I need it for the end, but I, I, I hope she tries again. You know, like, it was, it was, it was fun, but 
Yeah, it's it's Alex. I know you sometimes do more of the English commentary, but it's very, very simple to say. <laughs> I did catch the uh, main event with the uh, with the Japanese commentary, and uh, it was a lot uh, more fulfilling, I would say, oh, just because God. I kind of history already with the previous two matches. So I was okay. you know, I was all I was all in. It's it's that, it's, so. the, it's the best. Like emotion, draw, you know. Rawness is, is you know, what captivates, you know, a lot more in those matches, I would say. Where with the other companies, I just like to get more of the, uh, the history and, you know, more learning about the wrestling, you know. And then I can kind of get, you know, into the Japanese commentary. But I, I, also, I I'm happy to see Ryan. I don't see yep. any Yoshitatsu shirts on the uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling Good. T-shirt Why don't they anymore. sell some fucking Kento Miyar merchandise? I don't know, but there is no more Yoshitatsu on there, so we should all celebrate. I will be having an extra toast tomorrow that's, night on New Year's for that. That's, that's my, I, I think my favorite wrestler in the world, it's all Yoshitatsu. I, I still say one of my favorite wrestling moments was was when we were 20, 2019, when, when me and Isaiah went to Russell Kingdom, and mm-hmm. I was upstairs in, like, the concession bus thing watching Okada, with, Okada versus Jay White with, the, with, the, with, like, random fans. And when Okada lost, I was so mad. I couldn't believe he lost after taking the pants off finally. And, like, all these random men came up, and they're, like, <laughs> consoling me and – Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm mad. They're like, it's okay, Gaijin. And they're like patting me. And I'm just like, no, he should. I'm hammered, so it didn't help either. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, li- listening to all them in this little car thing for the concession where they're, oh, oh, and like all the false finishes. I think like, this is why you got to listen to the Japanese commentary. It's, they're so passionate. I love it. Oh, it's great. Damn, wrestling's fun. <laughs> um, all right, I I uh, I didn't realize we've been going for ninety minutes almost. Holy shit! Yeah. I apologize, Kristen. I didn't mean to keep you this long. That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> as as I said earlier, when 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 the when the fans start bantering and it it never ends. Uh, um, I'm I'm so grateful you came on. You've been so. So yes, intuitive and so helpful with everything and just having great knowledge with this. And I, I'm so happy and I'd love to have you back and banter with you again uh, someday yes. coming forward. Um, plug everything you got. Plug your fiance shit. Plug everything. Like, please, let, let us give back to you. I, I would love it if you would so we can, we can feel like we gave back to you uh, coming out and, and, and chatting with us. I had a lot of fun chatting. Thank you for having me, and I, I will totally be on again, not to worry. Um, yeah, so my fiancé, Mr. Warren Hayes, has a YouTube show, the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. So if you go to YouTube and search Mr. Warren Hayes, that'll pop up. Please subscribe to him. He he knows a lot more than I do. Let me try that. Um, and, and a lot more about, like, Noah and each fan than I ever will. Um, also, if I can plug my friend JPQ, who we had talked about earlier, uh, he has a podcast coming up starting in January with PWI. It's called Just Joshi, where he literally just talks about all areas of Joshi. So um, he's like, he's been the one who's filled me in with Joshi the most. Um, and he always has matches and links to share. And he's super cool and very knowledgeable, way more than I could ever be. Um, and yeah, uh, PWI, be on the lookout. I'm going to review the uh, stardom show for the next P 
PWI um, uh, uh, issue uh, in my column, and also we're doing a new Japan section. And I'll be doing this. I'll be covering the Stardom match on Wrestle Kingdom in that section as well. Nice. Um, Beltabelt.com for all your women's wrestling news and opinion. We also have a YouTube channel where all of our interviews are at. And they're really good interviews. Like, we got Mercedes Martinez between WWE and AEW. So nice. That's awesome. Very there. cool. Yeah, tons of stuff. So. And, yeah. and I want to give a shout-out to, uh, to something that I marked out to Alex when I, when I, was, when I was at Barnes & Noble. I, I went and opened up the PWI, and there was the Tag Team Edition. And I went, hell yeah. yeah. They put Alto Lovello Kabali in, in number five. I was like, let's yep. go. That is so yeah. dope. Yeah, yes, and I, I mean, like, for the women's 150, so that was the first time we did a 150 this year, JPQ came on, and he was our Joshi guy. He just made sure, and there's, there's a lot of ice ribbon people on there. Um, it, he just made sure that everybody who needed to get covered got covered, and, you know, like, Utami was number two. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you guys, this can hear. Well, I'm going to reveal this. This is my little secret. So Bell to Bells is doing a women's 500. Um, list that's going to start being yeah. revealed on, and for everyone who's listening to this show, you can know that Utami is my number one. Hell yeah! That's, I that's I opened team. that book and I was like, I'm not, I don't hate the number one. I get it. You're selling to you're selling to people. Yeah. So it's kind of like when when they when Roman was going to be number one almost instead of I was listening to uh, the PWI guys were, were with Chris Jericho and they were talking about do we do yeah. Roman or Kenny Omega or. You know, and like the the struggle of putting Okada on because they've never had anyone outside of U.S. But right, I get the I get the Bel Air thing, but I was like, damn it, how do you not put Utami Utami on that as number one? Ah, I was so he's, frustrated. Yeah, she was my number one pick, and I was persuaded by Pat Leprod. Um, I was I was persuaded by him. So, but for the Belt to Bells Women's Five Hundred, where she's number one for me. So you guys can hear it first. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm excited. Yeah, when, when when that comes out, we'll make sure we get that to everybody. I hit that subscribe too on the Mr. War, uh, Mr. Warren Hayes show. So I'm, I'm all I'm all locked in on that shit too. <laughs> yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Kristen. It was it was a pleasure. It was it was great talking to you. I'm glad we got to make the connection. Uh, can't wait to do it yeah. again. We'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot. Uh, Great interview. That was a great interview. Oh, that was hella, hella fun. Uh, Bell2Bells, uh, com. B-E-L-L, just like, you know, a bell with the wrestling, but Bells, uh, B-E-L-L-E-S. So Bell2Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S.com. That was that one was of those wonderful. ones, like, when we would do the NFL previews, where when you're done, you're like, damn, that was a good one. Unlike hey, I learned had... a lot. I'm 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 pumped about stardom. Yeah, like I learned last year and five months ago, and <laughs> but no, like these, these series of matches are great. Like like I said, when I was in the, my stardom wormhole uh, in the summer and early fall here, it was uh, some of the best things I, that I was watching. That I even went back years. You know, I was like, what? So and so was in here. They faced each other. Huh? What's a hojo? So it was, you know, pretty interesting, and and definitely with that match and and kind of hearing about uh, a quitum, 
uh, you know, definitely I can't wait to check out that that show. And usually I don't backpedal on shows, but that'll be one. That and the uh, BT one for sure. Uh, I'll be checking out here within a couple of days. So yeah, take that day one. Speaking of uh, uh, women superstars and the WWE not really making new stars, if you will, it seems like they have one in the palm of their hand with uh, Liv Morgan here. Uh, you know, of course, of the uh, formerly of the Riot Squad. And um, See, I, I mean, man already. <laughs> Is she going to beat Becky Lynch just to lose it, you know, on a Raw in two weeks? Or are they going to be dumb and just keep having her lose? Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan was the lowest watched segment on Raw in the history of the show. No. Yes. Look at the quarter hours. I don't have time for that, but really? Yes. Nobody cared. These are the same Damn you, internet hype. You got me all thinking. Hyped. Shayna Baszler out of what should have been her title, mm-hmm. and oh and yeah, not, she like, should have been champion many times over by now. I didn't, I didn't watch the match. I don't have anything bad or good to say about the match, you know, whatever. But the the numbers tanked when that match happened. Wow. Take that, I'm, Minneapolis or St. Paul. My <laughs> other question to you is, and and. I wanted to bring this up too, but you know, of course, you know, she, uh, Kristen stayed on, you know, probably anyways, as Bianca Belair was number one, you know, on the, uh, the, the women's, you know, PWI women's list there. And Utami was number two. Do we think then when it comes to, you know, match of the year list that we're going to get Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks over any of the Shiri Utami matches on a these lists just because it was a little bit more, you know, in your mainstream. But uh, I, I think for the historical factor, you know, you could have the arguments, you know, of course, preventing your night one, uh, the emotion that they both had prior to the match. But I mean, do you think that what Utami and Shiri did with this trilogy, which again, you could put these in the annals of wrestling trilogy matches, like again, Tana and Okada, Okada, Omega, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Rock, you know, in a way. Flair Steamboat. Flair Steamboat. Oh, I Flair mean, Steamboat, is this yeah. going to be the stardom version, or is there I mean, another trilogy in the 10 years of stardom that look, I don't Hojo, know about or any of the listeners? The the Io Shirai, Kyrie Hojo stuff was incredible back in the day. Um, Shirai and Miko had, had a, some, some bangers. Ooh. Too, so, like, there's been a lot, but I mean, modern, but then again, let me, look, I'll stop and say this. This is what I said um, back in June when we, when we did the show, we did one of our shows. Mm-hmm. I truly think Utami and Siori night one, I have to, and, and mind you, it may change. I do need to think about everything, but I think that was the greatest women's wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life. It was incredible. Strictly, strictly incredible. Do you think yeah. Tony Khan is, uh, well, obviously he's, he's a fan of, of all professional wrestling, but do you but think is he's coming. seen Shiri and Utami <laughs> in a light where he's booking Brian Danielson's title win on the basis of uh, Shiri finally winning? Deer is after- coming. 
What's that? We, we, Veer is coming to Raw. We, we have a we have a we have an impromptu caller. <laughs> I'm just bringing in a very valid point, and then it just went. I to, to be fair, I I thought it was you calling back in because it was silent. And the numbers one 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 one. Yeah. What is this five five five? No, there's you're not putting the title on Danielson over Page. No. What? He's not. He's not beating Page. Yeah, but it's two. He, he Danielson had two Broadway matches, time limit matches. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get to the third one. He's not gonna win it. He's not gonna pull a Shiri and and get it on the uh, on the try there. No, he they, he doesn't need it. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't need it. But I mean, it would enhance his villainy. I I would way. say. That I don't think Adam Especially Page with the moves. scorekeeper gimmick. I mean, you, you have that out for Page, if you will. That scorekeeper thing, I think, is stupid as shit, too. I wish they would have just said there's no time limit. <laughs> Which old-timey wrestlers are we going to get as the uh, judges? Oh, Who do you think? What, city, what city is it in? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, funny. I, I, I to me, I don't think Paige is losing that title until MJF is ready to take it. Damn. You, 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 like, I'm sorry, but you didn't, you didn't sign CM Punk and Brian Danielson to give them titles. Or Adam Well, Cole no, wins. you signed them to get over a million viewers, and they've only done that twice. Three times. <laughs> yeah. Three yeah, times when, when Danielson and, uh, Danielson and Paige had a... Really low rated, like the lowest rated segment match or show. No, I, I just, I, I think it's either MJF or Adam Cole that's winning. Ooh. Cole makes sense because he's young enough, so you could build him for the next. You know, you got him for twenty years if you really want it. What do you think of the uh, Kyle O'Reilly debut, Red Dragon, Undisputed Era, whatever the hell they're going to call him, Era Undisputed, maybe. Uh, the whole super click scenario. Um, do you think it's kind of over convoluted in a short amount of time, or do you think this is the right time for Cole to branch out and be with a faction that you know he kind of was better suited with? I, I think either at, at either at the Fed, what, is, what is the February pay per view? Retribution. Revolution. Revolution. Retribution. That sounds way better. I'm not gonna lie. No, that sounds like a 2005. It's was it Retribution yeah. with, with T-Bar and Slapjack? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Larsa Pippen it? claims a strange husband, Scotty Pippen, once called her ex oh. Malik Beasley a loser. That's a headline what? in today's news. What? What? Happy what is, yeah, you just came in like Jordan did saying Veer is coming with that one. <laughs> What, Isn't what, Jordan what? and Veer Mahan the same person? They're never in the same place. I mean, they might be. What What was it? Was like T Bar and Mace all the? What were they called? Weren't they Retribution? I think they were called the uh, the Summit. No, man, I'm gonna hang up on you too. <laughs> like I hung up on Jordan, coming at me that bullshit. I, I, revolution. I. I feel like you're, you're, <laughs> you're just going up to box and Omega against Red Dragon and Cole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. At Revolution? Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. 
double or nothing, it'll happen. I thought time. we were going. I said I'll go. I'm fine. Punk MJF main event. Who does who does Paige for? I mean, obviously Orange Cassidy. Vera's coming. What? what? <laughs> All right, let's let's get into these shows here. We got we got twenty twenty four minutes left, and we're going to overtime. Um, overtime. Oh, is this Ryan's rapid wrestling rambling Rinnet? Yeah, yeah. This is also oh, if yeah, Jordan was... calls, take it. I'll I'll brb. Uh, Alright, <laughs> but you you have to lead me through these these shows. Uh, he really did leave. Damn, Alex just bounced on me. I'm gonna play Kane real quick for you. I will set myself on fire. <laughs> Alright, well we're gonna just get into it here because because we are just let me let me let me uh. Let me hit that that button on that joint. Yeah, that stardom show was just incredible. Uh, let's, we're going to go to Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate, the final gate, 2021. Happened the same day on December 26th. Started a couple hours later than the DDT show, but it was a really fun show. Nine matches all together. And we had a couple matches that, yes, made Notebook over four stars. Pretty happy about we had another one that was one of the best angle type matches. I, I, I'm telling you right now, Dragon Gate has an angle going on right now that we, as wrestling fans, have craved to see something like that. So I'm super excited about this. Um, and we'll get into that. It's that, that big masquerade angle. But right off the bat, we had a banger of an opener. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki, Don Fuji, Asushi Kanda, and Kagatora defeated the young boy team of Shoya Sato, Takumi Fujiwara, Ryu Fuda, and Takumi Hayakawa. Um, I went three and a half on it, but in parentheses, I had to make the notation that this fucking rocked because it did. Uh, Don Fuji with the Boston Crab on Takumi Hayakawa. But I'll tell you right now, Dragon Gate, there is not a company in the world that has a better development system going. You look at the end of twenty nine or the end of twenty twenty, uh middle of twenty twenty, end of it roughly the end of twenty nineteen, you know, this this last class, SB Kento, Hip Hop Kikuda, Funky Jackie Kame, um like th- these guys are stars. SB Kento now is a double champion. Hip hop Kikuda had a Dreamgate title match this this young class that this, they don't they don't do what other companies do and I'm not trying to shit on, on New Japan and All Japan and stuff with what they do with their young boys and their rookies where they you know you're going out there in black trunks and you're just jobbing for a year that's cool whatever it works you know you, you have your development with it but Dragon Gate year over year consistently they take their 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 trainees and they put them in a spot Kento Kabune. It has turned into a star as SB Kento. I, I could see him getting a Dreamgate win, like literally winning the Dreamgate by 2023. I mean, that's unheard of to think of. It's like Ben K won it in 2019 after just coming in 2016. You you got uh, Shun Skywalker, who's already been champion. You, you look at these classes, and they just 
they make stars and you gravitate towards them because they're so well done and they're so well liked. You you look at um Madoka Kakuda, who's now hip hop Kakuda. He as I said, he had yeah, a shot. Kento. I already talked about a speed Kento. I've been going on a rant. Damn it. Um so so when when I watch this this match here, uh you know, Sato, Takumi Fujiwara, Ryan Fuda, and Takumi Hayakawa, I'm more excited and invested in these four than I was in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty when I saw Kikuda and Kento and Funky Jack and Kamei. Like Takeo Kamei was was tremendous. Kento Kabune was tremendous. Madoka Kakuda was tremendous. I think these four are are more exciting to me than those three were. Mm, and as really? I was saying while well, you're gone, Alex, look at what SB Kento is now. Like I I'm gonna tell you flat out and, and it may not happen, but there's a chance that in my top ten rest of the year, SB Kento's gonna be in there. I mean I, I wouldn't <laughs> fault you I for mean, that. I mean let let's be real. These guys were given the ball less than a year of of wrestling. A <laughs> Dragon Gate ring, and you know now they're holding titles. I mean, unfortunately, some are getting hurt in title champion, you know, in title matches. Uh, you know, others are you know breaking dudes' faces and noses and and shoulders while hurting himself. And one young uh, funky Jackie Kamei, uh, you know, just laying dudes down. And and like you said, Espy Kento just has all the charisma in the world. Sexy boy. Indeed, looking like Dennis the Menace. Oh, he's, I mean, he's, I, I just. They're not only the mind. future of wrestling, Ryan, or, or, or of pure wrestling. I think they're the faces of the future of, of wrestling in general. Like, I, I think they're, they're going to take over the whole landscape. Uh, obviously, with Japan being a little bit more, uh, you know, in their wheelhouse there, but. I mean, if they were able to get more of an American presence, R.E.D. would be so over. Oh, I mean, well, and think about it. They used to have an American presence, too. I mean, there was what, MLWA. No, DGSA. We saw oh, DGSA, for sure. But, <laughs> I mean, that's been forever. I mean, yeah. and a half ago. But, like, you know, you, you look at it right Gargano's now. Gargano's you know, on the market. He can get that shit back up and running. <laughs> Your, your Twin Gate champions, you know, which we'll get into, but, you know, SB Kento has two titles now in the company. It's his mm-hmm. second run as Brave Gate champion. I just, I don't know. Like, Takashi Okamura was, was doing a great job as the owner and, like, overseeing things, and, and which was fine. Everything, I mean, the company was done great. I mean, we know the stars that were there. Shima, Shingo, I mean, the, the name is T-Hawk, doesn't matter. But, Ever since Toro Kido took over 2018, it just it just feels like Kido's he's giving the bookers more of just do what you want to, and they're taking these young kids and and you look 2018 to 2019, they took that 2016 class of you know Kaito Ishida and and Ben K and Shun Skywalker and said we're just going to make them stars, hmm. you know, and then. And then you look at the middle of middle of 2019, early 2019, March. I think it was uh, March 12th or April 12th, as I think it was. They, they debuted a new logo. Suddenly, Ben K then defeats Pack for the title, and Kaito Ishida is getting pushed, and then Shun Skywalker starts getting pushed. These 2016 class guys, mm-hmm. and now we look at the 2019 class, and it's SB Kento is a double champion. Hip Hop Kikuda had a, a Dream Gate shot already. 
Bucky Jackie Kamei could argue is sometimes the best match, the best person in these yep. naturalized matches. Like, they don't sit there and go, you're going to work 40 matches in black trunks and job and get your head shaved. You know, they're like, what, 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 do you, what can you bring to the table? You know, <laughs> we, you know, later in the show, you know, I, I just talked that opener, but fourth match, the Hashi brothers, Riki and Ishin, their, their mother was a famous wrestler too. You know, it was in their blood. And, and they come out and have a three-star match with, I mean, they're working to Sumi Yokosuke, who I've said is arguably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the history of wrestling, and UT. But, goddamn, they're working fantastic. Like, this this new class is some is something wild, man. I'm telling you. Like, oh. if, if you get a chance, it's good until, I think, the third. So you got three, four more days to watch this show. I mean, like like I, I told our listeners, opening match, I went three and a half, but in parentheses, I put this fucking rock. The eight-man? Yeah, it was Mochizuki, Fuji, Yasushi Kanda, and Kagatora against the four rookies. Oh, man. It was great. Like, I truly loved it. I truly loved it. Um, second match on the show, we had Punch Tomonaga and Ultra Sokai. Uh, defeated by Strong Machine J and uh, Chirami Saver. I have no idea who Sokai and Saver are. I went two stars, Saver with a 450 stomp to punch. I, I, I <laughs> oh, really? Watch. Yeah, it was it was a gross looking. I think he's going for a 450 splash in over rotate. He just stomped on Punch Tobinaga. It was gross. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I mean, Punch kind of deserves that. <laughs> uh, then we had Diamante. Uh, defeat La Australia, La Australia with the finale. Uh, nice three-star match. Diamante continues to just. I, I'm enjoying him, man. He's excellent. He, he, I'm, he's I'm really happy good. the progression that that he has made. I mean, over the the last year, it just seems way more comfortable uh, in the ring. You know, he he's finally was able to stabilize his size, comparable to a lot of the, you know his mm. opponents, mm-hmm. um, and and figured out how to maneuver it. While not only making himself look strong, but also you know making his opponents you know either you know look great on the on the comeback spots or look phenomenal getting their asses kicked. So I mean he, yeah. he definitely has found that balance. Uh, you know so kudos to Diamante. I'm very happy to see see him wrestle now, where before he was always a uh, fast forward. <laughs> then as I said, with the Hashi brothers, Riki and Ishin, they lose to Susumu Yokosuka and UT. Uh, Yokosuka Cutter to Ricky for the victory. Three stars. Great match. Fun fun watch. I recommend it. Check it out. I have a question uh, on the next match, though. Yeah. Did we get a rubber band spot? Uh, yes, and Genki had a snap back in his face. What? Genki went all the way to the top of the ramp, and uh, I think Spoiler it was alert. it was either it was either Yosuke Santa Maria, I think, or Jason Lee. <laughs> It's probably Ultimate Dragon from season one, I didn't say. But they, like, fought off the attack from Konomami Ichikawa and Shachioka Boy <laughs> and, and let go of the, uh, the band, and it flew from the ring to the apron, or the ring to the entrance and smacked Genki in the face. <laughs> wow. Um, Yosuke Santa Maria gets the victory over Konomami Ichikawa, Ichikawa goes for a Lamaha straw after pointing at Ultimo, like, I can do it better than you. All we're going to have you <laughs> Maria, not roll over and just lay back and then pin him. 
<laughs> which was fun. <laughs> nice little two and a half star match there. Uh, but then, next match, Alex, we know, we know why. It, it, you know, and here's where I can throw it to you if you want uh, for, before I go through the match. Masquerade is in turmoil. Yes, what what's happening with this? I did like a triple take when I was like, why does it say Kota Minora taking on Shun Skywalker? Explain okay. uh, my my lagging of uh, since the dead are alive. Maybe no, okay, it couldn't worry. be. I was going to tee you up in case you knew it, but I would be glad to discuss this. So yes, I, I, I'm the, I'm intrigued. So at the Corkin show, when when we talked about, um, they had the the. Uh, the mask versus mask match when it was the tag match with Diamante yes. and uh, Diane Fur and all that. Uh, Shin Skywalker decided to save his own mask. He pushed into Diamante, none other than Dragon Daya. And Dragon Daya got beat, lost the th- lost the mask. So uh, he's he's been preaching. Hey, you know, let's just. Everything's okay. What I did, I apologize for, but I can't lose my mask. So it is what it is, guys. Nothing's wrong. Let's just let's just be happy and be friends. Yada yada yada. And everyone else is like, Nah, we don't give a shit. This is stupid. Uh, you know, we we don't like you, Shin Skywalker. This is a great. By Whoa. the way, I say this is a great angle, but they're all like, No, you can kiss this my ass. This not even a year old, are they? So then. Shin Skywalker gets a, a masquerade uh, triangle gate title match with him, Kota Minora, and Jason Lee against, and they they beat Ata and Hyo and Kaito Ishida um, on the the uh, the twelve fifteen Korokin show, same one that um, had the uh, the big Ben K Yamato BB Hulk Kai mm-hmm. match, and uh, so they they win and they take the titles, and Ishida and Jake Lee are like. All right, cool, we're champions, but you can go fuck yourself, Shin Skywalker. Whoa. And then Kota Minora is like, yeah, I don't care that we won this. I want to match with you at Final Gate. And if I beat you, Masquerade disbands. And she was like, no, no, look, bro, we just won the Triangle Gate titles. We're tight, right? We're, we're cool, <laughs> homie. And, you know, and Kota Minora is like, no, fuck you, asshole. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally like I, like not those words, but like the look that Kota Minora gave. I mean, who knows? We don't we don't speak the language. Maybe they did. Well, I, I, uh, Jay, Jay didn't translate that, so maybe he did. But he didn't <laughs> say it. So we get Minora, and and they're talking to Jason Lee, and he's doing commentary with Jay, and he's like, you know, everyone's against Shin Skywalker. Where are you sitting? And Jason Lee's like, uh. I'm just kind of in the middle. Like he doesn't want to answer. Ooh. Like he doesn't want to say screw you, Skywalker. He's more like I'm just I'm I'm outside of everybody. Leave me alone. Don't ask me about it because I don't want to be involved in it. So Skywalker and Menorah, three and a half star. It was a nice little banger match. And at, near the end of it, uh, uh, Skywalker bumps Menorah and he hits Yagi. Yagi bumps. So ref down. Skywalker takes off his mask. Kota Minora. Minora catches What? It. The ref sits up and, and DQs Minora for removing the mask because that's illegal. And Minora's like, I didn't take his mask off. He gave it to me. And then Skywalker's like, I'm sorry. I did it because I just, I, Masquerade can't disband. We're champions. We're friends. I, I, 
you have to understand as the superhero, I had to do what I had to do to keep Dragon die or to not lose my mask. And that's why I was Daya. I'm sorry I gave you my mask, my mask and made you lose my but I couldn't have it. So he's the ultimate heel who thinks something's wrong. And it's fantastic. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was just, about to say, that's some huge tactics there. Yeah. And, and he's going, I did it for the greater good of all of us. Look, I'm sorry. Let's let it go yeah. over. Nothing happened. It's cool. We're friends. I'm sorry I did what I did. He goes, look, I talked to Dragon Daya. Daya was like, hey, man, everything's straight. And they're like, you didn't talk to Daya, you piece of shit. And, like, at one point during the match, R.E.D. comes out, and they throw Shun Skywalker a chair to hit Minora with, and he takes a chair and throws it back, and he's like, that's not what I do. I'm not a, I'm not a piece of crap like you. But then he does the mask thing, and it's, it's all the loot. And the crowd's laughing when they're hearing him explain his actions. <laughs> they know he's just delusional. It's a great-ass angle. Man. I was about to say, is is he going to be a new member of, you know, R.E.D.? Like, no, it yeah, seems he, like he's... He took or is he going to start thing. another heel faction? It seems like there's, you know, only he, one, so why not another? He cannot let go of Masquerade. None of them want to be a part of it. And he's the guy who's doing everything he can to make He's holding them against their will. Yeah. I love it. I it's love a great, it. great emotional angle That's that only angle. Dragon Gate yeah. can do. Then we had awesome match. Second favorite match tonight was four and a quarter. We had uh, uh, KZ, Big Boss Shimizu, and Jackie Funky Kamei. They defeat the teams of Dragon Kid, Kaisuke Okuda, and Ben K of High End. And then Aita, BB Hulk, and Kaito Ishida of R.E.D. Uh, BB Hulk uh, hits the first flash on Akuda to get the victory. And then Shimizu uh, hits a shot put slam again. And then the Ooh. Big Boss Press, uh, w- w- the Big Boss Press, uh, as he calls it now, on Kaito Ishida to get the victory. Fantastic thing to see uh, see Shimizu now as Big Boss Shimizu. He's tremendous. I can't wait. And as we will get to, I, I already have a feeling that at the, I think, Fantastic Gates in February, Big Boss Shimizu is going to be the guy getting the Dream Gate shot. And I think it makes sense with the victory over R.E.D. So. How great cool of a uh, road that Shimizu has been on since he was kicked out of R.E.D., and just the chameleon aspect that he's been having fun with a lot of different, you know, uh, wrestling characters over the years and different federation, you know, feds and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but him just having fun, him teaming with Ultimo, you know, like, mm-hmm. just, I mean, he's been having <laughs> just such a crazy path until, like you said, where he's be the guy next to you know get that that title shot um and you know what not or i should say what what a better opponent than you know uh especially a uh, champion of of the former faction that he was a part of so i mean it, it, it's kudos to him i mean to be honest one of the better years i would say of a wrestler of a character development than what Shimizu has, has had. Hell, it seems like over a year. 2021 seems like such a blur. I'm like, that happened like five months ago. It seemed like that happened in 2019. <laughs> like, it's so weird. To me, but yeah, I, uh, big props to Shimizu for, you know, just having fun out there, putting on, you know, fantastic matches and, you know, just kind of, even him and Ben K, you know, 
they, they kind of had some flashes of Big Ben. You know, it was just really cool, fun stuff that, you know, he's he's the scenery, he's having fun. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope big things, single things uh, for Shimizu, you know, after this uh, Natural Vibes <laughs> Yeah, Natural Vibes, man, they're, they're such an important part of this company. Like, you just look at what they do. Like, like Funky Jackie Kamei is... Well, the choreography alone. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, maybe KZ's going to be Kai. I still held on to the state that KZ's going to get a dream... What a dream game. Like, I still... <laughs> you said that gonna win. three years ago. Mm-hmm. But, hey, how long did you say uh, Moonlight Kid was going to be a thing and then it finally happened? Two you know? weeks before it happened? Oh. Bullshit, Walter. That was like months. <laughs> uh, then we had the the Twin Gate title match. Uh, Naruki Whoa. Doi and Takashi Yoshida, the new Doi Yoshi, uh, losing to Hyo and SB Kento. Scary moment. SB Kento got bumped, left for a minute, came back near the end and was limping. Um, everything I have heard is it's not that bad of an injury. He'll be okay for Fantastic Eight and February shows. Thankfully, January is a very light month for Dragon Gate, but that was a scary moment, especially after losing Hip Hop Kikuda. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm like, sure. oh, please don't tell me Kento's out. Uh, but they went through it. He won the title. He came out after the main event, too, and was celebrating. A little limp, but he's okay. But Hyo Watanabe. My boy. Takashi Yoshida to get the win. He gets I the pinball it. on it. I love it. You remember he jobbed. You remember he jobbed in the uh, so many gates. Uh, was, it, was it the King of Gate tournament where he? I was like, man, as long as he gets, you know, because he was just thrown in last minute, you know, injuries, yeah. and they were like, here you go. And then I was like, man, this is gonna be his time. They can get him to win in some matches. A freaking, you know, <laughs> a, a big fat zero in the win column. And I was so <laughs> bummed. I was like, really? He's the fall guy in your group. I was like, he has so much potential. He has so much character. He has made the toothpick look way cooler than, I'm sorry, and you were my favorite wrestler as a kid, Razor Ramon, but Io Watanabe has you uh, on on that look there, sir. But uh, uh, shout out to Hall. But uh, no, I, I, I did see a spoiler picture of that, and I'm not going to lie. I I wept. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, kudos, kudos up. Glad they got that victory. And there goes that um that lady yelling. Uh, and then <laughs> it was ninety seconds. That one. Um, oh, gotcha. But then again, in one of the one of the most shocking moments, I, this was the most shocking Dreamgate win. I, I there's two that I can think of. Really? Yeah. More than Doi winning the title last year? Well, so I'm saying there's two that I can think of. Okay. Sorry. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, um, I got to figure out, I got to get the year so I don't feel like I'm nutsack when I'm wrong on the year. Um, it was, was it this one? Let's see. Defenses, it was when the defenses were zero. It was this one. So, we, Kai defeats Yamato mm. to become the Open the Dream Gate champion, the 34th champion. He goes 34. Yep, 34. Um, yes, this this was as shocking to me 
or up there with Doi when he beat Ben K at Final Gate 2019. Whoa. But also the same as when Shingo... Um, so Shingo... Go, okay, so so just paint the picture. Final Gate 2011, which which is, you know, when they do a lot of the, you know, their big stuff. Mm-hmm. Shima defeats Masaki Mochizuki, gets, starts his third run. He held the title for 574 days, had 15 title defenses, just was, I mean, probably the best Dreamgate title ever. Loses it to Shingo at Kobe World 2013. And it's like, oh, my God, Shingo was there. He pulled, you know, he won. Hell, yeah, it's a second reign. 33 days later at Gate of Generation, he loses the title to Yamato. And I went, what in the hell is going on here? Why the hell did you have Shingo win it to drop it in a month? (laughs) It was stupid. This is not the same reaction. But same shock was when Kai beat Yamato. I never in a million years would have said Kai is going to win that title. But, I mean, he's been, again, a breath of fresh air for an already, some would say, I don't know who, if they did, there would be an oversaturated faction where it's just like a Tony Khan just, like, developed a faction. like, I'm going to get everyone in. But it just works. And Kai, you know, when, you know, he started to join, you know, especially you know, against his arch nemesis for many TV Hulk. And then they you know, have a run as a tag team. And, you know, it's just wonderful. And he's just a, he's a scumbag. I mean, he's part of our ID. How could you not be? And uh, he just seems more refreshed, rejuvenated, if you will, you know, over the year that he's been with RED and, uh, Surprise, yes, because I think a lot of people were, and and Kai brilliantly called them out, called out the fans and reporters and everyone who thought it was just going to be an easy victory for Yamato. But uh, Kai worked that neck, man. He that, from yeah. you know brainbusters onto the outside to the inside <laughs> to everything in between it was a brilliant job by uh, Yamato. And kind of, you know, selling every, you know, even hit to the back of the neck, uh, a club, if you will. But uh, Kai, it was, it was just phenomenal to, uh, to watch there, um, especially as Yamato was, was reeling to try, try to regain that uh, Open the Dreamgate title. But uh, I'm excited to see where Kai goes. I, you know, I, I hope he's not that quick, like you were saying, uh, traditional champion. Uh, for that, because I think uh, he could do some some things, but it all depends on you know, of course, no pun intended, the gate, if you will. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Like, I am not mad by any means. That was, I I think aside from the Kento Miyahara match, and, and I'm probably biased because I thought live at Corican against Miyahara mm. was my favorite tie match, but this match, I would four and a half. This match is tremendous. Tremendous. It just is fucking great. I I just in my head I was fantasy booking Yamato's up to Kobe World of what he was going to do. I was like, all right, he's going to have at least two title offenses before Kobe World, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to be? It's not going to be Ata because they're not going to burn that. And then Kai just wins, and I was like, oh well, shit, I better stop thinking that now because <laughs> that's not going <laughs> to happen. 
You know, it, it, it's confusing too. So it makes me go, well, "What do you do with high end?" I mean, you, know? you get more white sweatshirts and white trunks, apparently. But <laughs> that's about it. You know, Kaisi Okuda loses the Brave Gate. Yamato loses the the Dream Gate. Red man, they got the. You look at you look at Red's pedigree with what they have right now. Mm-hmm. Like damn, they're they're on top of things. They got the Brave Gate. They got the the Dream Gate. They got the the Twin Gate. The only they don't have is the Triangle Gate. And that's because uh, uh um. What's your max Walker's a little hoe. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's great, man. Dragon Gate, though, I, I'm loving the masquerade angle. I'm glad they gave no, it to No, I mean, Dragon Gate's well. the one consistent company that, that blends storylines really with the, the interfactions. Uh, where Stardom, you know, apparently, you know, the, the little bit that I've seen, but of what you and Kristen, you know, kind of talked about uh, earlier here. So, I mean, it's. To me, it's always been a joy to watch their shows um, a little bit more. Uh, Noah's kind of gotten on that. DDT, you know, was always kind of my second, if you will, um, which, you know, we'll get into uh, not tonight because it's way too late. Uh, But uh, definitely uh, Noah, as we're talking about, having the big uh, New Year, the the true day one show. Mm -hmm. Am I right, Ryan? Yeah, and uh, we're we're gonna yeah Dragon Gate again. What do you think in 2021? You know, of course we'll have our year end you know awards here coming up within a few weeks. Uh, I mean, we always put you know companies and was Dragon Gate our number one of 2020? Um, I I I can find what I had. I don't know. I don't have what you had because that was one. I think 2019 is when we decided to start saying we're not giving ballots up because people are morons. Yeah. Like when they had Walter ranked like ninth that one year, we're like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, are you, are you, there must be something wrong with y'all. Um, let's see, is this a new ballot? I think this might be. We had Wait, her. is this Noah's show? That's going to be on Wrestle Universe, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, it'll be on the Bima. Damn it. Uh, Bima TV is free, though. Yeah, but what time does that start then? Because it's only, like, live. Oh, um, I can get you the exact time. No, no, it's going to be on the it's gonna be on Wrestle Universe. Oh, God, thank God. Because I just saw a thing instead of Bima. I was like, no. Um, yeah, it'll be on that. I don't, I don't know why I can't find my damn awards page. We, we had so our ballot. I guess I can say this: our ballot was DDT. Uh, what the, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Here we go. Um, our, our company. We had DDT, Dragon Gate, Noah, Stardom, and Warrior. <laughs> really? Well, all right. All right. <laughs> 2020, wacky year. Wacky, wacky year. Uh, I'm but, assuming Warrior was on there because we were just trying to be marks. 
Well, yeah, of course. That's what we do best. Uh, but, you know, who's looking, who uh, continues to strive to be the best? Many claim to be this promotion, but I think only Noah can be Noah as they celebrate the new year, 2022, January 1st, as Ryan said, on a Bema TV and, of course, WrestleUniverse.com. I want to say that probably is. Uh, just type in WrestleUniverse. It's tight. Um, but Noah, the new year, 2022. Um, Ten matches, I believe, on the card. Before, yeah, I can six, pull it up. Let, let, me ask, let me ask you a quick question. Are yep. we skipping DDT and All Japan because of time? That's fine uh, if we yes. do Okay, yes. good. We'll we'll just I want to make and sure I want to try to watch to... majority of the D, uh, DDT matches since oh, I am off oh, yeah. tomorrow. I'm so, off that So because too. we will be coming back, hopefully, uh, barring on uh, how how slasted I get Friday night, um, but uh, I'm, I'm I definitely want to watch the Noah show on Saturday, and uh, barring when Ryan gets some time, maybe we'll do a uh, fun New Year's Day 2022 yeah. show. What, recap once there. I put Sydney to bed, we can, I'm I'm free. So, so once, uh, once the boy goes to sleep. The boy kid tablet in the house, but uh, definitely we're, yeah, we're going to run matches. over these uh, ten matches here. Tag team match to start off again. Noah has been so consistent. Uh, of course, at the end uh, or the halfway point of 2020 with Goshiyazaki. Uh, you know, of course, being the uh, GHC heavyweight champion and having prestige matches, not only, uh, you know, with uh, Ironhead Fujita, as we all remember. <laughs> the, uh, the Hell yeah, stare back down. in March, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the match that, got, that you showed me. You're like, you got to watch. No, you got to watch this match. And it was so obscene that for 30 minutes, they just stared at each other. And then... Because it was the start, like you said, the start of the empty arenas, it made it even better. Because we knew if there were people there, they would go fucking bananas. Uh, so It was insane. It was. And, and Shizaki just had so many banger matches after banger match, uh, you know, at the end of 2020 in order... Until, unfortunately, you know, he, he met crazy uh, young upstart KG Muto, I believe his um, name is, uh, earlier in 2021. <laughs> and earlier this year, uh, where Shizaki, of course, needed some time to heal since he was Noah for quite some time. But uh, definitely his big return match. But uh, the tag team match opens up. Uh, Whoa, Kai Fujimura, Yosataka Yano taking on Kenya Okada. Wow, I, I like that guy. And uh, Junta Milwaukee. <laughs> this is great. Milwaukee, this is old Alex. Uh, what's your favorite I, I, I mean, Junta Milwaukee match? Kenya Okada is probably pinning Kai Fujimura. Uh, Yasutaka Yano, I don't think, takes the fall. Chuta Miyawaki, I don't think, gets the fall. I like Kenya Okada. I was like, I know that I know that name. Kenya Okada's the man I'll never forget when we were at Corkin, and he got squashed when he was a <laughs> yeah. young boy by Masa Kitamiya, and Kitamiya speared him, and he hit him so hard that a Kenya Okada went, Six-man <laughs> <laughs> tag uh, coming up right after that. 
They're in big Japan. What? I thought there were no action. No, don't ever fucking compare Tadasuke to any of the astronauts ever. <laughs> Neo, the former high 69. Whoa. <laughs> Back when he was with uh, Ishimori. I have I... high 69s. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going King Tani and company getting the dub. Well, of course. They're they're the old rappers, right? They're going to be like strong style media is in like 30 years. Dressing all hype. <laughs> What's the next tag match we get? <laughs> Psyche Yoshioka and Yuya Susuma will take on um, <laughs> Alea and Howell. Howell. Psyche Yoshioka and Yuya Susumu versus How and Aleha. You're pretty good. Look at you killing us. Um, I'm going to go Seki Yoshioka gets the victory Ooh. on this one. I'm going to learn uh, who these people are uh, Saturday uh, <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> WrestleUniverse.com. Hey, man, I, tag team match. Here we go. I can't wait to hear Sasuke how... Uh, Hirata, Hi, who made Ohora an ultimate <laughs> dragon, that bastard. He's uh, taking on some of my favorites. Uh, the 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 bad dogs, uh, Ata Katori Suzuki, Nosawa Rongai, and Yohei. <laughs> so, Peros del Mal, right? Peros del right? Mal de Japon. Oh, de Japon, I fucked it up. So, so just for the first team, Ultimo Dragon, Daisuke Haruna. Atsushi Katoge and Hajime Ohara. Hajime <laughs> 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 Ohara, man, I gotta clip that shit. <laughs> Hajime Ohara. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I, um, I'm assuming Booker Man wrong guy loses and Ultimo wins. <laughs> Booker Man, yeah. I just hope Ultimo doesn't pin Aether. I'll be fucking pissed. Man, and wait, do you think they're gonna point at each other like the Spider-Man meme? Like, hey, <laughs> we're <at> Noah. <laughs> I thought you were for Dragon Gate. <laughs> I thought you were for Dragon Gate. <laughs> you were supposed to work for the company that I founded, and then left, and then came back twenty years later. <laughs> it's just like he took the title off me. <laughs> oh, that bastard! Damn you, Ultimo! Uh, next up, another tag team. Yeah. Match. Hey, what is this? Wrestle Kingdom 93. Uh, Kazuyuki Fujita. Yeah, Ironhead. Kendo Kashin. Ryan uh, Cook's favorite wrestler. We'll take on <laughs> the team of Akuto Hodaka and Matsukatsu Fanaki. Yeah, Matsukatsu was on my new channel. Ooh. He's a man who's he just—he looks like sweet. I hope he kicks Kendo Kashin into a coma. His in-ring experience is 36 years, and he's 52 years old. 
When we were talking about uh, Moonlight Kid earlier, uh, I did the math. She's 20. I think it's six years experience. So 14. Insane. Crazy, crazy. Uh, Junior title. Heavyweight title match. Hayata, yes, the boy band member on the cover of... uh, (laughs) The confused member of the poster. (laughs) Oh, Photoshop. Uh, Hayata, take it on you. Scenario Gawa, you talk about, uh, as we're yeah. talking about uh, age and experience, this guy ages fine wine. And he's yeah, going to oh, Hayata so in the dick. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think this should actually be pretty fun. Um, I, I think Hayata should retain, but I, I, uh, I would be mad if he didn't. Like, I, How I many like uh, suicide dives is Ogawa going to do in this match? Over under one. three. One. <laughs> he, he always hits one. Sometimes <laughs> no. He's just going to hit the one. GHC Tag Team title match. The House of M. Keiji Muto. Naomichi. Marufuji. The champions will take it on. Masaki Mokuzuki. And Mosata Tanaka. This match is going to... King rule, Mr. Muto mess. <laughs> wow, give me all of those M's. Yeah, this is House of M versus House of, or the M's Alliance versus the M's Alliance. Masato Tanaka, who I'm waiting for. Uh, I can't wait for this show coming up. Zero One is now on Wrestle Universe. Really? Uh, and, and their show is starting it's live now. Live now. So, oh, it's at 8.30. Damn! Is Kai going to come out with his uh, Dragon Gate title and say, look, I am champion here now? Or was he, was he a different company? Oh, no, it's, it's on tonight. I'm sorry. It's, it comes on tonight at 8.30. So I'll, I'll watch part of it before Summit. But uh, Fuminori Abe won't have any astronauts. Ironically, somehow that happened to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Defensive Junior against Akimono Kitamura. Um, also, we get... Uh, 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 Sakayuki Sugawara and Asuka, who we talked about earlier, against uh, Sugutaka Sato and Hiriki Genta. We got a fun match with um, Ken, my guy Ken Oka from Ganbar, and Yubihiro Imanati taking on Yoshikazu Yokoyama and Chris Fight. But main event, we get Takashi Sugera versus Masato Tanaka. Ooh, oh, my rule. God. That's good. All up for that. I ain't watching the bell drop. I'm watching the elbows hit, motherfucker. That's what I'm watching tomorrow. <laughs> but the the, the line should be fun. Uh, Steph, hopefully we don't die. Oh, I just realized I called it a uh, Marvel Comics uh, series. Yeah, <laughs> you called it. <laughs> but six days, we have uh, team objects. Okay. I, sorry, I'll no, you're, you're oh. going in and out. Like oh, a, sorry. I'll, just, I'll just say, you're going to run us down on the six man, the dog parents? The Yeah, I'm I'm all about this. I, I kind of hope they, I, I'm sure they will. We'll have a hype video. Of, uh, I've only seen stills of Kenta, uh, Sakuraba, and Segura, uh, as you said, the, the dog fathers, if you will, uh, <laughs> of Noah. And Kente, he's been doing 
just as long as these guys, but yet he still looks like 30 years younger. It's insane. <laughs> um, but this is going to be a fun match. Uh, Daiki Anaba, Masakitamiya, and Yoshiki Inamura. And yeah, you know how I feel on. about Masakitamiya. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. Take on Kenta, Takashi Sugira, and Kazushi Sakuraba. Kenta and Kitamiya, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Oh, uh, the, the two main event matches, I am like... like okay, so obviously, Kano Kaido Kiyomiya national title is going to be tremendous. Kiyomiya saying he's going to bring justice back to that title. Kano's like, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, I can't wait for that. And I believe he will. I he believe will he kick will kick his ass. It's going to be stiff. But, Alex, I, I'm going to go on record and say... Uh, New Year's Day, the first day of 2022, we may have the match of the year given to us and not have to wait the rest mm-hmm. of the entire year. Katsuhika Nakajima, my 2021 wrestler of the year, taking on my 2020 wrestler of the year, Go Shiozaki, GAC title. I hope it goes 50 minutes. I mean, Shizaki hasn't wrestled what since February, March. March. I mean, well, he's he's worked some some tags lately. Gotcha, gotcha. But you know, a couple of weeks, you know, or or whatnot. So I mean, uh, you you got to get those house show loop matches. You know, you got to get that ring rust off and yeah, get that Largo loop. <laughs> so I mean, Shizaki Nakajima. I mean, it's crazy. Remember when we used to say, oh. The main event of Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th is already going to be match of the year. Where we're already thinking, wow, Nakajima and Shiozaki <laughs> is going to be your match of the year. Legit the first day. And like you said, it has every right to help. But we did think, you know, this year's Wrestle Kingdom, you know, night one, we're like, hey, that's going to be match of the year. And then stardom happened and, you know, what happened and... You know, just AEW happened, and it's just like, wow, what was this year's Wrestle Kingdom card? Because it just mm. seems like there's three or four other promotions that, that could vouch for the match of the year honors. Hell, top five match of the year honors. So it, it, it's pretty wild that, that we're going to be treated as wrestling fans. Please watch this match, WrestleUniverse.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, again, Katsuhiko Nakajima heavyweight champion had a great series of matches with the fellow Congo member Kano, who will be again, as Ryan stated, uh, you know, defending his GHC national title match against, uh, you know, I don't know what's his gimmick, the blue comet, the green emerald, uh, the the uh, uh, Bushi uh, Kaito Kiyomiya. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting how how this goes. Um, you know, will Congo retain all the gold, all the uh, the singles goal. We'll, we'll find out. And this, you know, yeah, it's a lot of tag matches from, from my taste, but reading these names, you know, half jokingly, I'm like, okay, I'm excited to put faces uh, and, and, you know, work rate to these names and kind of see it's, it's that excitement for me, uh, especially to start off the year. Um, then that other show that's happening later on that night. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sleeping at that point. No, no, because no, everyone's uh, going to have COVID on that roster, and there's not going to be an event. Oh well, that'll make it easier. Oh, uh, we got to uh, you know, watch day one. P.S. No, 
I, I just I'm just gonna watch the main event. I think that pretty much I think that's the only match I know of, to be honest with you. I don't Goldberg know if Roman has that four way match if that's gonna happen. But Brock is out because of COVID. So yeah. Edge in the Miz, bro. <laughs> when Edge fumbled that promo against the Miz when they were trying to copy Punk MJF and then a reference Punk and MJF referencing the Miz, I it just took me out of it. And I wanted to like it. Uh, everything Edge said about the Miz, I was like, wow, he's totally right. People can shit on the Miz, but that guy won in life. That guy literally lives his dream, married a, I mean, a great diva. Uh, and former women's champion in Maurice lives in a, I don't know, 10, 14, $20 million home. And, you know, reality TV, this and that. So, I mean, people could shit on the Miz, but I mean, let's be real. That guy has one in life. But besides that, I ha- I don't give two shits about that match. It's, well, I think it was supposed to be Charlotte and Tony Storm, but then she quit. <laughs> Kudos to her. She's going to show up at stardom. Oh, man. That would have been tight. She just randomly showed up. (laughs) Well, I believe she's got a no-compete clause because they technically released her. So I think she can't work Um, anywhere until end of March. When does Cinderella start? Cinderella, I think, is in May. Oh. Just so saying. Could. When is Just saying. Um, Stardom Cinderella. Um, April 10th. And it ended in June. So yeah, I, I knew it was spring. So in theory, yeah. she could definitely show up. But tell where everybody could show up tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, Ryan. Uh, Pro Wrestling yes. Summit, Twitch that TV forward slash WrestleCast Radio. What do you got going on the summit? What New Year's Bash Smash do you have planned? Uh, rematch from uh, from Winter Games 2021. Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson in a octagon. Wow. After they was a double count out in six minutes, so they wouldn't stop chain wrestling wow. on the floor, which was incredible. Uh, new champion defeated Kenny, o- or Kenny Omega, who defeated Kenta Miyahara, will be there. Uh, also, we will be unveiling the 22 participants in the S1 Grand Prix, Ooh. as we will have 11 wrestlers in each block. We have that announcement coming as the S1 Grand Prix will begin on January 7th. And it will conclude March 25th at Kingdom Business on my birthday. Oh, on my birthday, man. <laughs> yeah. So I get to spend my birthday uh, doing commentary for you fucks. That uh, should be exciting. Um, yeah, we got, we got a nice little show. It'll just be a, a fun little hodgepodge show as we lead into the SO Grand Prix. So. Awesome. Right, so you're going to have to give me that video a little earlier before your, uh, your, t- your Twitchers out there. Yeah. You get you get to be at the privilege. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, also very excited. Pro TV, wrestling, Russ Radio, 
twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio, 10 p.m. Central tomorrow night. And to help uh, help support not only WrestleCast Radio, but Pro Wrestling Summit, the, the original uh, so S1N1. Why, why am I? I'm really that tired. S1 Grand Prix. S1 Grand Prix shirt. I got one. Everyone's got one. Hell, I even think Andy has one. Uh, but check out Pro Wrestling Tees dot com a forward slash a wrestle cast wrestle c a s t i believe there is going to be a wonderful 20 percent off sale uh starting on january 1st at noon the central standard time until the 6th at yes. noon eastern standard Cold time so get your shirt new year yeah. uh see if kyle half pine can uh get us a little gimmick made maybe you can make and, it uh, like 20 minutes with with the um with the uh with the sale starting on the first two, um will be the S one Grand Prix twenty twenty two shirt will be available. So Oh. We will have the new one ready to rock and roll for everybody. <laughs> um so check that out. Uh blog talk. <laughs> What's that? I said because y'all's ducket speed our blog talk to keep Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, we got to take my credit card off. Uh, forward slash WrestleCast oh, again. Pro Wrestling, huh? Is it still on there? I checked my thing. I was like, I've been paying since July. I was like, eh, makes sense. That was a um, that was a weird ass month. We couldn't get this yeah. thing to work. We both got rejected. Like, what and then accepted at the same time. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. And then I like like I said, checked my bank thing. I was like, because you know the whole pro pro wrestling geez uh thing debacle that happened um <laughs> so i had to check my statements i was like why well, i've been paying this for for whatever uh to be fair though i mean it was the months where we were radio silent kind of on my part so i mean i guess i i deserve that but uh again help support pro wrestling tees.com <laughs> of course less a wrestlecast don't forget uh, for all your New Year's resolutions to get healthy, to get fit, to get those gains, go to repsports.com. Yes, R-E-P-P sports.com. Enter in WrestleCast at checkout. Save 15% off of your order. Uh, definitely help us uh, out with the blog talk, as Ryan stated, and some cool events that hopefully we can do in the upcoming year so we can talk to wonderful talent and, and what have you. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio, as well as Strong Style Media, uh, Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Again, at Wrestle, C-A-S-T underscore SSM. Get those followers up. Also, a special shout-out to Kristen Ashley, again, editor-in-chief of Bell to Bells. Again, belltobells.com. Again, that last Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S. And also check her out at Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, Wonderful stuff out there. As she stated earlier, uh, you know, great interviews that they have done uh, with a lot of Joshi talent. And, you know, Mercedes Martinez right in between uh, her or before her AEW debut, so uh, it was wonderful. Uh, again, dropping knowledge, uh, Kristen Ashley again, bells.com, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and of course, her fiance, Mr. Warren Hayes. When she said that, I was like, Why does that name sound familiar? Because I haven't had I haven't had Twitter on my phone since I transferred to an iPhone, 
Um, and so when I looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy was always in our feed. So we got five episodes till next Saturday. Six, seven, eight, nine, you know, four, four left <laughs> until the eighth we have to do. And, you know, three of them will be Wrestle Kingdom related. One, one will be, or at least two will be Wrestle Kingdom related. One will be the most likely the award show. And then the other one we planned on doing a, a draft. I think we got this. So we, we should be good. I, I do want to say, too, uh, coming up, uh, hopefully tomorrow, I'll have graphics ready as we kick off the new year. Uh, for those of you who are fans of G Fuel but are looking for an alternative that doesn't have these sugars and such, Rogue Energy has partnered with, uh, with us. Promo code WrestleCast as well for that 10% off. Rogue Energy, they have dietary supplements, and they have just – you know, caffeine powder for you gamers. For your gamer heads, RogueEnergy.com, WrestleCast is the promo. And uh, I'm excited to say I've been, I've, been, I've been talking to my latest, I should say latest co-host, because it's not the OG, which is Alex, and I would never put more on his plate because that's not fair. Uh, Luke, who was with me, uh, we are coming back starting on January 6th. Uh, Thursday nights, 10 o'clock for SportsCast. As uh, we, we're going to try to get that rolling again. So if anyone wants Bro, to come on. Thursday is our day. Is it? Yeah. That's generally usually when we would try to do them. It was on I always Thursday. thought we were Mondays. No. We haven't been Mondays in like four years. Yeah, we've only been on, on the air for like five. <laughs> okay, we might not be coming back on the 6th. <laughs> I was just thinking there's no way we're doing the sixth because we're doing the seventh. And Thursdays is uh is when the NFL draft is like so maybe that's a good day. Well at some sometime next week sportscast will be coming back. We gotta figure that shit out. But uh we're we're gonna try to get that going 'cause 'cause I wanna I wanna I wanna banter with some more randos about uh all sorts of bullshit and, and get eighty four people in the host booth and play games and have fun again. So Try to get that rolling. Uh, try to add that to the plate, but uh, check out that Rogue Energy, guys, because it's, it's got some good stuff. I'm I'm waiting my sample box, and I'm going to give some samples away on the stream. Send Alex some and see what he thinks of it. So, ooh, they have a starter stack and a tub stack. <laughs> tub, tub thumping. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all wow. I got, sir. That, that, that's all I got. I'm going to go chill out and uh, enjoy the last day of 2021 tomorrow uh, and uh, get chocolate wasted. It's going to be fun. Hell yeah. So we like to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you all listening. We'll be back soon uh, with with uh, talking DDT, uh, talking to All Japan and the Triple Crown and the Jake Lee that we didn't get to. Also talking Noah, obviously. And uh, tonight, tomorrow, I'm going to binge me some zero one and some Game Changer. So. Oh, yeah, Game Changer. Is this Gresham and uh, Flash Funk? Flash Funk? No, it's um, Blake Christian and Alex Zane against the Briscoes. That, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm in. GCW. Welcome back. Gonna be great. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to y'all soon. Have a good one.